Hello and welcome to the Salacast on Sunday the 13th of March 2016. I'm your host Dan Train. Joining me today, Zachary Burgess. Woo, it's season whatever, except we haven't got a theme tune. And Robert Kemp. Oh my goodness. That's a hint of my theme song. (laughs) Except it's not. It's not even in production. No. It's a brand new theme song, which we're going to pressure Rob into making in too short a time, <laughs> considering yeah, it's going to be you, around you, for like a year. Do we need a style? Yeah. Yeah. What do you want? Do you have any genre suggestions? So no, what have no we had so far? Electro swing, but I reckon that's going to be pretty difficult for me to pull off. Well, are we sticking to the um, for the original Happy Salad tune for inspiration still? Well, yeah, it's the theme tune. That is the plan. Although, as as, as loose as I follow that each time. Yeah, it's getting pretty loose, but that's cool. The last one was bringing it back, man. By your your requirements. That's true, it was. Maybe maybe we'll go uh, off-piste again. Under corporate commission. On the heavy soda conglomerate. Well, we've done dubstep, but yours dubstep period has not ended. It is continuing. No, we can always we can always re redub. <laughs> Double down on the dub. I don't think I've done a like a drum and bass version yet. That's true. What like with a heavy with a heavy breakbeat on it? Well, yeah, something a bit yeah, something a bit up tempo. Mm. Sounds good. Can't wait to hear we it. Haven't done that yet. So the reason yeah, no, we're going to no, have a new no, theme tune is because it's a new season of the Sadcast, season seven, I guess. Is that right? Yes, it is, that is correct. Six complete years done. What the hell are we doing? <laughs> well, you're about <laughs> to find out, listeners. Complete. Do we need to mix things up a bit for season seven? What are we going to do? What, what, what are you suggesting? This time up? it's personal. <clears throat> this t- <laughs> well, in fairness... Quite a lot of the intro sequences to all of our sound intro sequences, you know. Uh, first section. First, the first section the of the cast section. is quite a personal section. It's a personal affair. It's a family affair. Well, it's a... Not yet. I haven't had kids affair. Yet. <laughs> When was the last time you checked the email? Uh, like yesterday. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just making sure. Just making sure we haven't had any stealth emails. Coming uh, you have an email. Sure. I didn't even know. We don't read it out. I don't know, because we've only ever had... Actually, in fairness, the only emails we've ever got are people discovering it's like, oh yeah, you're those guys from Collision Software and the yeah, 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 yeah. Because we make so such chance you can awesome get that games. stuff working again. And it's like, well, no, because well, no. it's impossible. <laughs> yeah, you have to sorry. Have to make new crazy games. The new Metabreed. I can't remember. We had a plan for that, but Metabreed I can't remember Neo. what we were going to do. Uh, well, a lot of complicated stuff. I think we were going to start perhaps toying with Unity, and like, I don't no, know if we actually right. came up with a game concept for it. like what, what, how we'd actually refine the rules into something like game-like rather than well, I think we just, the fuck of peacock noises. I think we I think just we wanted did. to. I reckon MetaBreed would work on a touchscreen. I think that was the idea, wasn't it, or some form of it? Well, breakout games generally can, but can do, yeah. But MetaBreed is the king right, of animation. stupid breakout games. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's nothing to break out of. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's, it's broken free of the whole breakout restraints. Yeah, I think we needed some way of 
like maintaining, uh, yeah, some way of maintaining the bounces, but then making it so you can't just jab everything in a corner and get infinite breeds. And <laughs> yes, yeah. we discussed that at length. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's complicated. Game design, well, not well, so easy. Not complicated. <laughs> yes, we proved that time and time again. But we've talked about this many a time. Yep. Yeah. Question what's is, what's new? new? <laughs> I've remembered. I I told Rob this story last week in order to make me remember it this week because I'd forgotten to say it, tell, tell it on the podcast like three times in a row. And <laughs> right. it's worked. I've remembered. <laughs> so I guess I'm telling Dan now because Rob's already heard this. But here's my random segment for this week is more fun with weird emails and logins. Oh, yes. The uh, the ongoing saga of Zach's... Uh... Of my weird problems. Security issues. Internet, yeah. Okay. So this one is slightly less of a security issue, I guess, except it sort of is, you could say. But, so I discovered I have two Amazon accounts. And that's not necessarily unusual, I guess. You know, right. you can have multiple accounts on various websites yeah, if you, you wanted. You can accidentally create. You know, most people have more than one email address from somewhere. Well, right? most people have more than one email address for a reason. Yeah. Like, even I have three. <laughs> really? Yes. What reason do you have? I needed both email addresses. Okay. Alting so, games, probably. Like, you know, some people with their alt account on Steam. Yeah, probably. Except not Steam. I only have one Steam account. That's well, great. no, actually, that's not true. I, true, I actually have two. <laughs> <laughs> great. So anyway, I just got to have two Amazon accounts. Uh... But I discovered it by the ridiculous method of... So I was trying to log into my Amazon account because I had an order and I wanted to check, like, order tracking or whatever. And I forgot my password. And Amazon uses your email address as your login name or, mm. you know, username, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So I put I put in my email address and then I forgot my password. So I was just like, I'll just start putting in my any of my usual passwords until one of them works, as is the standard procedure. So I was, just, I was putting in random emails and it logged in. And I was like, okay. So I went to look, the, look at, the, at the order page and there's nothing there. And I was like, what? Where's my order? And then I went and looked at the order history and there was nothing there for like four years. And I was like, hang on a minute. <laughs> so it's like, then I realized that this was my like a really old Amazon account that I hadn't used in ages. And I, I must have at some point forgotten I had it and made a new one. But the ridiculous thing about it is that both these Amazon accounts are linked to the same email address. So right. when you're on the Amazon login page, you put in the email address in the, in the email address box, and depending on which of two passwords you put in the password box, it goes to two different accounts. Wow, okay. That is so weird. <laughs> that is quite strange. It was, just, it was like, how... that. There's no way that should be allowed to happen. Like, their database shouldn't allow two accounts to have the same username. God yeah, like. you'd think that would be, like, the primary key or something. Yeah. That is bonkers. And then I was, like, I was considering trying to shut it, shut the second account down so I wouldn't have two accounts, but then it's, like, the only way you can shut down an Amazon account is by going through actual support. And I was oh, like, wow. that'll be a fun exercise in support trying to explain to this guy, I have two Amazon accounts, but they have exactly the same username. And the only way I know they're different is which password I used to log in. But I can't tell you my password because I'm not allowed to do that because that's how the internet works. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, what, what like, order don't, history, right? yeah, <laughs> don't, if you can see my order history, it's not, not this one, but this one. 
and then hopefully you get the right one and it doesn't just delete both of them anyway because they're on the same username. Yeah, what if the support tool was all like, oh yeah, just delete Zach. And like, it just deletes both of them. It's like, oh, damn it. So in the end, I was like, fuck it. But then I also considered just setting both of them to the same password and see what would happen. Because <laughs> that would be really dangerous. bad, yeah. probably. That would be very bad, yeah. yeah. There's definitely something screwed up there. This doesn't sound normal. For it doesn't sound like to... it should be possible. Yeah. yeah. Shouldn't, it I sounds mean, like you shouldn't be able to create a, a new account with an email that's already in use. Seems yeah, weird. exactly. It's like maybe... And, and more, more, more confusing to me is like, how did you manage to do it? The, like you forgot you... At one point, you forgot you had an Amazon account? Surely not. You must have known you had that... one. Yeah, it's not this mysterious well, other guy that seems to what, get the your, other me, the other you, the other. No, he uses my Gmail account. This one was on my other email, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> but I mean, those old four-year-old orders—they were ones you'd made, right? Like, yeah, back then. And then yeah. you were like, "Oh, I forgot." Instead of forgot, like resetting the password, had, you, you well, like, I f- must have forgotten I had an Amazon account. But how how can you do that? <laughs> well, I don't want to stuff off Amazon that often, right? I guess. So you thought, oh, I've never ordered stuff off Amazon before, even though you had. Or maybe it was like one of those cases where, because Amazon has one of those like login pages that's also the sign up page, and maybe I like selected the wrong option when I was trying uh, to log in, and it just created a new account instead. Right? Yeah, could be. Well, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so who knows? That's just weird and fucked up, and like. Not I mean, really my, anything to do about it, I guess. Is it really? Yeah, is it really a problem? No. Okay. Good. <laughs> I mean, my Amazon account. You, you this could is, just lock yourself out of your own account by putting a ridiculous password that you just like mashed into the keyboard. As long as I keep keep an eye on which ones, which it'll be fine. Also, one of them only has like my really old information stored, so it'll be really obvious. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know how they ask you to put your name as it appears on the card or whatever. Yeah, and you know the what they write on the card seems to be totally random. Like, like my one has two, but not all of my initials on my bank card. And it's different on my credit card. Anyway, my bank card says Mr. D.F. Train, right? So, Should and sometimes... Really be saying this on air? I don't know. Is that a security risk right there? What? That, <laughs> the, my the name? name is that terrible. Yeah. Yeah, that's my name. Anyway, you don't know the number or, or any of that shit. Um, or, yeah, or the security number or anything. But anyway, so I'm sure at sure. some point when I was signing up for Amazon, it was like name as appears on the card. And I'm like, oh, okay. DF train. And now when I log into Amazon, it says, hello, D. <laughs> yeah, mine does that as well. Mine says, hello, R. Yeah. Um, it's like, surely it could fix that. I don't know. <laughs> What's going on, R? I don't know, A. How's it hanging? <laughs> <laughs> the only place that that happens to me for some reason is one of my Google Gmail accounts just has Z. And I'm like, I'm like, how, why does it even do that? And then another thing that I've noticed about my Gmail accounts is sometimes it like, I'm using pigeon for messaging because they shut down google call but the, but the protocol still works oh yeah so i'm using like using pigeon to log into my gmail to use the use the G, google talk protocol for it and sometimes that just randomly forgets that i have a username and sometimes it doesn't like sometimes when i'm typing it just says my email address and sometimes it says my name and i'm like why is it doing that <laughs> it just randomly forgets hmm. Well, yeah, the sort of the initial thing in Google, like you're, I'm assuming you're talking about your little circle in the top right, right? Yeah, that's, 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 that just, one that's just the absence of having a profile picture, because obviously my account has my face. Yes, um, and also on my Windows phone, you've probably noticed this, or maybe you haven't noticed this, but on Windows 10 at least, on all the contacts, any contact you have that doesn't have the have a face on it, they put a little 
exactly the same as the Google one. They put a circle up with the uh, initials right. uh, instead of a profile picture. But yeah, one at least one of my Google accounts just mostly just says Z a lot of the time. <laughs> Actually, one of my Hotmail accounts does as well. <clears throat> But that's because there's no other information in there. That's that's actually because I didn't put the information in. No, <laughs> and it's just like, yeah. oh, said it's the first letter of your email address. I guess I'll do. <laughs> Legit. Yep. So, yeah, accounts, fun times. That's weird. That's they should mine. sort that out. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's, it's so weird that you think that there's no way they could have already noticed. But then again, I do have the mystery guy who keeps using my Gmail account because apparently he thinks that's his email. So it's like, what? How? <laughs> what you mean? Think you're not using your Gmail account, but actually just get having stuff sent to it? Yeah, yeah, it's just like, how does he? How does he? How does he ever activate anything when all the activation emails come to my account? I was about to say, you just clicking through all the activations. No. Going, yeah, sure. Let's let this go. In. Apart from the ones where it's just like. <laughs> Where I'm just like, well, he set up a fucking origin, not an origin. He set up a Ubisoft account. You play, you play, and I was just like, well, I'll go in there and just change the password, and then maybe he'll notice <laughs> that he's retarded. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you managed to game what? Because it sent you the password? Well, no, it's because he set he made the setup. He like he set up the account, and it just sends a default password or whatever initially. Mm. And I was just like. Oh, well, I'll just go in there and change it to a password. And then I was like, well, this is dumb. I've got you for account now, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, that's pretty funny. You play. So does he, does he not? I'm assuming he just doesn't have that you play account now, right? Well, presumably, because I've like, logged into it. <laughs> that's so weird. I, it's like, I, it hasn't really done anything major for a while. The last thing I've seen is. See, I think, like, maybe he's doing it intentionally now, because, like, the last ones I've seen have been, like, for registration that he's obviously used the email address for, like, when he's been in for servicing his car or whatever. And it's right. like, I would just put in this email address that apparently is an email address. Like, not not, <laughs> not an, one an that I can. Anti-spam address. I thought you said he was just going to, yeah, he's signing up to all these porn sites or something, and I'm no. getting all this, all this nonsense. Apparently he has children, because he also signed up to some kid's game website and I was like oh well <laughs> guess you can't use that account either <laughs> hope he has kids yeah I know hope <laughs> I tried looking it up looking him up to see if I could find who this mystery person with my name is did you find the uh, Alaskan tennis champion no no but I was just like I tried doing it from the car service email because I was like maybe this is his local place it didn't seem to be because then I was like, okay, does anyone in this town have my name? Nope. Okay, well, that's not helpful. Hmm. <laughs> yes, maybe he needed emergency repairs. Yeah. The American, right? Yep. Could be. Not that. And yeah, as I said before about this, it's really inconvenient when someone is using your email because you can't tell them because it's your email. <laughs> <laughs> you can't send them an email to say stop using your email because you're the only one that can get that email. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. I wonder if I could, like... Oh, no, I guess I can't now. It's like if I'd logged into that Uplay account and not changed the password and, like, left it at default or something, assuming that he knew what that default password was, which he probably didn't, it was like, maybe I could have changed something in his Uplay account, like the username or something, and been like, you're using my email address, stop doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That could have worked. <laughs> could have. It didn't. 
because I didn't figure that at the time. And also, I'm still getting a bunch of emails in my normal email account about like my hacked Minecraft account. People have been trying to use my Minecraft username to sign up to various Minecraft sites, and they were like, "Activate your account." It's like, nope, <laughs> not gonna, because <laughs> I didn't do it, and you can't actually use that account anyway because now I've changed the password. So, yeah, <laughs> ignore. But they still have the username for someone, I guess. Yes. So yeah, that's that. News. Weird. Exciting times. All right. Oh, I've got news. I've got news. Actually, I've got news that's also related to my email account. So I've got a bit of tragic news. What's that? I'm a complete idiot. Okay. As it turns out. And that's tragic. My hand is missing a rather large chunk of metal. Oh, okay. You're what? Good times. Uh, I, I, I lost my wedding ring. What? I know. What the I hell? Know, man. It really <laughs> sucks. That. That's the worst. But this is the thing. I have absolutely no idea what happened to it. <laughs> well, you take it off sometimes. I, I mean, do take fine. it off. I because do take it off. You take it off when you're at your desk. But I, yeah, exactly. I, only, I only really take it. I've only, I only take it off at home, um, and I'll put it on 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 or when I'm working. Like if I'm doing it normally, I take it off when I'm doing a lot of typing because it makes my finger really uncomfortable after a while. Yeah. Um. So I thought I'd done that for like all of Thursday. Pretty much what I was working. And then after I got off the phone, I suddenly looked at my hand and went, oh, bloody hell, where is it? Like, I thought it was on my hand. And I, we, we we gutted the house and just turned it upside down. We just cannot find it. We've got no idea what has happened to it. What the it's hell, like, man? It sucks. It sucks real bad. Oh, that's terrible. Checking the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> yeah, we don't vacuum clean that often. It's like, I have, <laughs> yeah, but that's <laughs> still... But yes, yeah. Well, you you kind of noticed, wouldn't you? Like it was a pretty a pretty chunky ring. It would have gone like it's hoovering. Sounded like a coin. Would have sounded like a coin, probably. Just hoovering a coin. Yeah, that would have been pretty noticeable anyway. Like, well, yeah, but that doesn't necessarily mean you wouldn't have just not checked. You had a check of a like been hoovering a coin. It'd be like that's a freaking coin. I want my coin. <laughs> you want your one P? Damn right. <laughs> okay. Oh man, did it's you, not gone down the sink over that classic ring? ones. Well, I don't know, just the thing, because it can't have just fallen off my hand, because no, it's never it? done that. And I you know, can fling it around like a crazy person. What if it slipped off when you were running, when you were all sweaty? It's like the slip, sweat I'm lubricated sure, it. I'm pretty sure I've had it, like, because I haven't run for a while. Like, yesterday was the first time I went back to running, and I lost it Thursday. Okay. And it's uh, I mean, Saturday was the last run. So, just in case you're listening to this podcast at a later date. You know, and you know, I hadn't run for like a good week and a half before that because of screwing up my ankles after the after the last few runs I did. So yeah, it definitely hasn't fallen enough running. What about gardening? So much gardening going on. <laughs> well, you've been out there recently, uh, relatively. <laughs> Probably not since Thursday. <laughs> well, no, yeah, there are plenty of. Like so, I've checked that out as well because I, I did have to go into the garden. I did actually have to go into the garden on that Thursday to throw a ball over the fence. Yeah, and it's like, but then I can't. I just can't see the ball ripping it off my finger. As <laughs> Not I was, without you noticing that. Yeah, exactly. Like just seeing this ball and this ring flying through the air. <laughs> like, so yeah, I checked the garden out. I bet a cat fucking eating it or something. Like, but then that doesn't seem like it's, it's quite a big ring. The cat wouldn't, wouldn't no. even try. 
Well, we can't quite try. Yeah. We can't quite yeah. actually eat it, but, you know. But then it would be very uncomfortable yeah. and coughing everywhere. But I don't imagine you can shat that out particularly easy. <laughs> no. So, yeah, it really sucks. I haven't been that upset in quite a while. No. Like, for no. a very, very long time. Uh, yeah. I don't really get shaken by much, but, yeah, that... that yeah, that would really... That would really... That sucked. Yeah, that does suck. And, uh, yeah, no, bless her, has been real good about it. She's yeah? Less less fussed than I was, but, you know... It's still like, what are we going to do about it? It's like, oh, I don't know. See, now I'm in that place where it's like, if I did get another one, it's like, well, it's not the one. Right. So, secondly, it's like, I'm going to bloody lose it again, aren't I? <laughs> or you'll get a new one and then just find the first one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah. It's like, a, a, a number you need to of... wait like a month or something just to be on the safe side. Because I know quite a lot of people who have lost their wedding rings. And it's like, really? But at, at least half of them have then found them after a considerable length of time has passed. Yep. So I don't know what the bloody hell to do at this point. Like, I'll probably wait until Japan's out of the way. Right. That's probably not a bad idea. Yeah. Does he don't lose it in Japan? Yeah, yeah. Really difficult to find. I know on a track those. uh, (laughs) I know on a track those pandas with a taste for palladium. You know. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Palladium pandas. I think pandas are in China. (laughs) I don't know about palladium pandas. Don't think there's (laughs) Japanese pandas. Red red pandas. No, No, still China. I think. Okay. They they're, not bears, even right. they're, they're not Lady even really. They're not even bears. Do they have bears? Japan has bears. You sure? Yes. Okay. I didn't even know that. Do they? they have you monkeys sure? Too. Yeah, they do have monkeys yes. in the in the south, right? I think. They, they right. definitely have bears. Nope. I'm pretty certain they have bears. <laughs> okay, I'm not even sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to Google that shit. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Japanese bears. <laughs> I was at like a BBC program about Japan not that long ago, and they had, yeah, you they, may they had well stuff about right. monkeys and bears. <laughs> There's some guy go. like trying to save the bears, effectively get them out of places they shouldn't be by tranking them and putting them in the back of his car. He yeah, seemed like a bad case. There you go. He didn't Correct. even have a particularly secure car, which is like the back of a estate. <laughs> That's awesome. There are Japanese bears. Okay, brown bears. Only in Hokkaido. Damn straight. Bears. Bears. So yeah, that happened. <sighs> I did get a 3DS though. <laughs> oh, really? Plus, right. for, for, on the plus for, side, for, I, did get a, I did get Yeah, I did get a 3DS. And I also scratched the fuck out of it already. <laughs> I, don't quite, I don't quite know how I did that either. I've been very careful. There's like a little permanent ding on the top of it. And it's like, damn it! Well, this is on the screen. Yeah, it's not. It's not anywhere on the screen. The screens are still good. Yeah, I just screwed up the case. Is that a new 3ds XL? A, a or something? new 3ds XL. Okay, cool. With the little, with the little, you know, the new with the coloured ding marks next to it. Does it have new. SNES coloured buttons or? It does. Well, it's the the XL has black buttons, but they write the letters in the colours of the SNES buttons, so it's not as colourful oh, as okay. the oh, that's cool. as the regular sized. Also, I don't think the XL has the exchangeable cover plates like the new regular size DS 3DS does that's fine Boy, I hate the fact that it's got new on it though that is such an irritating word does it literally say new on it uh-huh. yep it's the new 3DS XL that's done yeah it's really dumb um, but yeah, yeah it, you know it's not 
a vast improvement over the a vast uh, over the, over the regular uh, XL. Um, you know the, the 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 quality of the top screen. You could argue is a little bit better, and it's got the super stable face tracking 3D on it, mm-hmm. which seems pretty good. Um, but yeah, I'm having an okay time with that right now. More about that later. More about that later. So I got a P a new PSU. Oh yes, to um, solve your. Well, but the hopefully, fact that you weren't on the last cast. Hopefully, bloody solve it. I don't know. I put it in um, last uh, weekend, and uh, it didn't work at first. But then it started working. It, you, do you ever get that? Oh, maybe, oh, for fuck's maybe sake. it needed to warm up. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Like, anyway, it started working, so it's fine now. Uh, but and I haven't had any problems since. But I did get a blue screen of death today, a couple of hours ago. Um, uh, but I don't know if I was out of the rooms, uh, so I and I came back and it was blue screened, and I think I it might just be a standard driver issue blue screen rather than one of my power issues. Okay, uh, right, I'm yeah. hoping anyway. But the 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 problem is that my sound card no longer works with the new power supply, and I don't know why. Oh, um, weird. Which is really weird. I don't know if I... I probably, like, knocked it or broke it somehow. I don't think so, because I've been careful, but my case is so old that the cards don't really, like, sit properly in the... Like, they plug into the motherboard, but then the the actual slots, you know, along the back, mm. the screws are all coming loose and stuff. And the, I don't know, oh, right, I think yeah. I might have knocked it or something. But anyway, the sound card takes Molex power. It's the only thing in my case that takes Molex power now, because everything else takes the new... Uh, either the you know the graphics card's got its own PCIe connectors yeah. and the and the it's, it's hard disks etc have the yeah yeah and the, on all the drives have the SATA power thing yeah. uh, so the only thing with the Molex was my sound card and um, it's just not working it's weird because uh, like I've the the new power supply came with one cable that had Molexes on it, you know, for backward compat. I bet they won't before long. And, anyway. you know, some, some some case like designs actually use Molexes to power its fans and things. Yeah, exactly. So I don't, I'm not using it for fans. But anyway, so I plugged that in. Um, so I, I tried it unplugged, right, the sound card unplugged. And when you do that, the driver software, when you boot up, says, oh, you need to plug it in. So um, I plug it in and the message doesn't come up, but no sound comes out of it. Uh, or, or if I switch to the headphone one, incredibly, incredibly, incredibly weak sound comes out of it. Uh, so something's obviously just—I don't know. I'm kind of annoyed, but it's—I'm—I'm I'm not sure if it's like. I mean, it could be that that one Molex cable happens to be faulty, even though it looks perfectly fine and it's brand new. So I might try and get a little adapter. From... The first says it's a modular PSU. Can you yeah, it's modular. That, just that whole stretch. Yeah. It, well, yeah. So I've only got that one cable, but I can plug it into different sockets in the PSU as well so that I tried that doesn't help Um, and what I might do is get a little converter between SATA power and Molex and try daisy chaining off one of the the SATA uh, power lines Um, but I'm I'm wondering if it's a power I'm wondering if I mean I can't remember any electronics but I think this power supply like like it only gives power to things that it knows wants it or something. Do you know what I mean? Like it only if it. I think it detects if its power is being drawn or something, and then starts supplying the voltage. I don't know. I think it's trying to be. I don't e- know how you can efficient. do that over Molex, though. No, exactly. So I'm wondering if there's just some problem where it's not drawing power properly from my new power supply. 
um, and I don't know why. So I'm kind of annoyed uh, um, about that. So currently for, for sound, I'm using my uh, recording interface that I'm using to record this. I'm using this to be my sound card, like to go into my speakers at the moment because it's like backup or whatever, which works okay, so, but that, it's like... I was about to say, that must work well enough. Yeah. yeah, it's all right. It's firewire, but I'm getting the occasional... I think that's what's causing these driver problems and stuff, and occasionally... Occasionally, I boot uh, up and it's not working and I have to restart, so... so I don't know. It's like, it's like crackle, I thought I was hearing earlier. Maybe. I don't Maybe. know. Because usually I have two sources, <clears> and now I'm only using this. Um, but, I've, I, you know, for the purpose of this podcast, I've disconnected the speakers completely, but um, and I'm just going into my headphones. But um, anyway, but that's kind of annoying and I don't want that. to. But then I'm thinking, well, and then I thought, well, maybe I'll get a new sound card or whatever. But the sound card I got was like the highest end sound card I could find that would fit in the case. Because I, I plug straight into my hi-fi equipment, even though it's like old and it's my dad's basically. It, it sounds pretty good. And so I want a nice, that's why I don't just plug straight into the motherboard because it, because the, you know, that's a bit noisy and I mean, it's yeah, fine it for noise, most. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I quite like having a nice sound card. So I was thinking, oh, maybe I'll replace that. So I started looking into it, but now I'm heading into like hi-fi territory, I'm, I think, because I think what I quite, what I'm looking at, I'm not sure I need to get people's advice, I think, but you can get DACs, USB DACs. And I think oh, that's wow. what I want. So it's a breakout box, mm. like it's a small box. And um, you plug it in via USB. It's like the recording interface, but all it does is do um, output for hi-fi. And it, and, and it does all that's of the... That's basically dis- an external sound card, isn't it? Yeah, basically, that's what it is. But they, they are offered by hi-fi manufacturers as well as... So oh, okay. it's not just Asus. Mm. You can get one from like Cambridge Audio or... or, or one I was looking at was from Arcam. Uh, and anyway, and th- and that will do the digital audio conversion in the box. And they do things like they have their own clock separate from the computer CPU clock, so which is good for the voids the jitter and stuff. Apparently, I don't know. It's all it's all audio file stuff basically. Uh, but yeah. since I have an audio, I've got a power amplifier and or, and Bose speakers that are quite nice. I thought, well, I might as well. So I'm looking at that. But then that starts to get into like. 300 400 pound territory sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, you're talking talking buddies at that point. Yeah, at that point and I was wondering some of them have but most of them I mean the one I'm looking at even though the reviews are really good it doesn't have any kind of cuz it's not really a preamp it doesn't have a volume control on it it's just a box with an input select you know you can switch to um like coax inputs so you can use it mm. for um a bit like your not nearly as uh complicated cuz it's not surround sound it, it only has stereo out. Um, but you could use it for your, you know, your games console Skybox. or whatever. Skybox, yeah, Skybox or whatever. Yeah, 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 that kind of thing. Or digital, whatever the digital mm. optical thingy, majiggy. Anyway, but I'd probably just use the USB. Diff. So I need to go and talk to them and, and be like, is this really like a sound card? Can I use this instead of a sound card? Just use USB. And then will it work fine? And can I control the volume with the Windows volume? Will that oh, really you must work? be able to. Yeah, that's that what I'm should, guessing. Yeah. So I'm, that's, I'm guessing that's how it works, but I need to look into it a bit before I go spending loads of money just because something happened to break for no reason. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's the current situation. So PC seems stabler, but it's hard to tell. Oh, I should have said I've got. So I had some legis- legitimate kitchen bitching as well. <laughs> really? Oh. 
uh, Zach, you may have noticed already, but the tap in the kitchen is now no longer the same tap as it once was. Well, I saw last week there was some washers lying around, and I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, so we had a proper leaky tap, and we tried um, we tried to fix it ourselves, Yeah, as you would. So we looked up all these videos online, and we were like, right, how are we supposed to detach this? Like, We know exactly what bit is leaking and what the reason probably is, like a, 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 a worn O-ring somewhere or a cracked O-ring. Uh, or a washer somewhere that needs replacing, but we need to get get in there and have a look. So basically, all these online guys are basically right. You need to take be, be able to take off. We've got one of those like mixers that's got like two rotary sort of little taps at the bottom. It was and then like one and the classic-y sort of looking. I don't know. I don't know what you call it. Like the actual mix, the, the actual tap bit, the bit where the water comes out. You know, the arm, the arm of water, <laughs> 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 like uh, you know that you swivel coming off the top. And they're like, yeah, just swivel it round. And you, you wiggle it a bit and lift it up, and it will come right off. And sure enough, it did, but we couldn't detach it completely. It's sort of like it came out and came upwards, but we couldn't actually get it to detach from the pipework and stuff. So we couldn't lift it very far. And we faffed around a bit for a while. And I said, we can't get the O-ring around it. It's like, oh, well, we can't change the washer when it's like this. And we looked at it for ages and eventually sort of gave up. But then found we couldn't get it all the way back. Long story short, we we broke it. It made the problem a lot worse. We maybe broke it. Then we broke it. Like after after like once we actually got around to replacing it and putting a new tap on it, it's like yeah, we the, the, the little bit of metal that was actually holding it in place was like tin foil. It was like wafer thin, and I basically just shattered it trying to lift this thing out. So yeah, I, I broke my kitchen plumbing oh. by attempting to fix it. Are you absolutely so sure we, your we wedding ring we... isn't in the plumbing? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Because that's a classic Man, sitcom uh, thing, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. But I don't, I don't want to have to have lost that, like, a week ago. Oh, like, right, okay. way, way longer ago. Which is entirely plausible, because my memory <laughs> is rubbish. Yeah. And I can't remember nothing about when I actually last absolutely had it. Kitchen vision. Rob thinks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Is that, is, that the, is that the random section? Okay, I think I'm in the random section. Yeah, I've, news. Got, I've got semi-random news that happened to be in my email. Is this more vague news? Or no, because like, we've we've been really good at that recently. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's actual news, but it's like not not something that I've personally experienced. I guess it's just from this email. Should I do a quick corrections first? Though? Okay, so you can get the corrections column. Is this out the corrections of the vague news or just general corrections? It's not exactly a correction because we weren't a hundred percent wrong. Okay, but just to clarify, Keith David is not voicing the arbiter in the Ki three version of him. <laughs> what do you mean we? That was you. That was nothing to do with me. <laughs> like, well. Yeah, I just I, yeah okay, okay sure corrections column for us collectively as the soundcast purveyor of false news yeah uh, well I, I, in my defence I didn't actually say he was a hundred percent doing it but I just sort of assumed he would because he's the arbiter right so like, that would be such like a minor thing yeah to do like free hit noises or whatever <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> what 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 um, yeah so it's not not Keith David. He probably ask won't even ask. say words necessarily. <laughs> they could probably get away with it. It what? Just cut up? Yeah, they probably could. Just like if they had access. Well, to... do they actually even need to speak? Really? No, well, at have... any point in getting No, I suppose they have an intro, and they might want to shout a move <laughs> every now and then. Um, 
been a leading intro in a victory pose, at least. Do those necessarily have to have talking? Depends if they're giving Arbiter a storyline, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and maybe there'd be more to it there. But yeah, can't they just rip all the audio from Halo? Can't they just get my... <laughs> no, probably not, because that's probably shit quality at this point. <laughs> from like Halo 3 upwards, it'll be fine. Oh, well, maybe. Even Halo 2, the remaster, the audio was pretty good. I guess. Anyway, correction over. Give us a random, random news. Random news that came into my email box was kind of interesting and weird. It was, it's about Eve. I haven't been playing Eve, which is why I only know about this from the email. But now in Eve, they've decided to, for some reason, they, I guess because of, because of how Eve works, they've decided to start doing a, a random like community science thing, right inside Eve. What? Where basically it's like if holding at home. Well, yeah, basically it's like if you, if you're if you've got downtime at Eve, which you know if you're mm. mining or stuck in a station because someone's camping you or whatever. <laughs> There's quite a lot of opportunity for downtime at Eve. Let's you know that's just how that game works. So I guess fill that time with analyzing protein samples. Lols. For rewards, okay. of course. Oh, it actually gives you in-game stuff. Yeah, it gives you in-game rewards. Huh. Well, that's kind of cool, I guess. It's kind of cool, but get, uh, you know, it, it's the classic thing where it's like, so obviously there's a bunch of downtime in Eve, so it's like, why not fill it with doing something and, you know, get rewards? But then the other half of it is like, okay, so we're paying you to do work. <laughs> well, yeah, sort of, but you're not really paying you money. Well, I guess they could be. If well, you they are. They're paying the subscription. Oh, is that, what the, is that what the goal is? Like, flex? It comes out as... No, you're oh, paying them a subscription to play Eve, and you're doing work <laughs> in while you're playing Eve. Well, mm, <laughs> sort of, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's a thing. Or you know, you could use your PC for literally anything else. <laughs> it's like if you're already <laughs> in Eve, and you might have to stay in Eve while not doing anything. Like if you're being camped. <laughs> You might have to stay in there until you can escape. But if you're docked, you surely just log off. Well, that doesn't always that, that doesn't always help. And really? also, you know, there's reasons that you don't need to not leave yourself in a station. Like if it gets taken over, and you're still there. Okay, right. <laughs> then you're kind of fucked. <laughs> so yeah, then put that in, and you know, it's a, it's a thing that you do to get stuff in Eve. So I don't know, you know, how exploited it will be or how or of course the other question how long it will last <laughs> whether this will be a thing that just casually appears in Eve lasts in like a month and then is never updated ever again yeah <laughs> folding at home yeah, well, it basically is folding at home isn't it it must be like the evolution well except not really because it's like it's a thing you have to do it's not just using your processor power oh right that she is active yeah huh it, you know, it's a human eye an- analysis thing where it's like you have to look at the thing because computers can't do it yet. <laughs> yeah, it was like whatever that other one was that they because the BBC did that for their stargazing, didn't they? Where they were doing galaxy analysis. It's like, does this galaxy look weird? Then check this box or whatever. Well, like mechanical yeah. Turk type thing. Yeah, where they give you a tiny bit of yeah money. You, get, you just get pictures test. and you just <laughs> try and analyze it. Because computers can't. Well, they're getting humans there. I mean, they're, they're, they're Google's got that thing of being like finding the dogness in this photo and magnifying it. 
You saw that thing. Right? I'm not sure that's necessarily what the lucid dream is or whatever it's called. Yeah, the deep that dream or whatever it is. Yeah, but that, that's, that's where it came from. It's like it finds the dogginess or the catness. I can't remember which one it was, and then I mean, it magnifies find, it. But well, it just makes like animals out of everything, right? It looks at a donut and turns it into a giant dachshund or something like. Yeah, right. but it, 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 it came out of um, like trying to identify pictures of, of dogs and then so or whatever it was. And then and then it would like amplify the dogness. So it could classify the dogness of a picture or part of a picture and then amplify that. So you gave it a picture that didn't have a dog in like a donut and it would f- try and find something in it that looked a bit doggy <laughs> and then amplify that. And then you ended up with that animation of it just going into an LSD trip of dogness coming out of like <laughs> trees and shit. Well, it's just like it's just a recursion thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's basically. Like once, once, once you've sharpened the image, it's like oh, look, here comes more edges. Sharpen those a lot. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Same effect, basically. Yep. It was weird. Weird stuff. I saw a, yeah. uh, um, a, there was a comment on Hacker News that somebody highlighted, which was like talking about computer vision and try and how hard it is to try and find to do this problem and was going oh man i had all this trouble with this problem and then he put source i worked on something that um software that took facebook profile pictures and classified whether the person was fat or not in order to target advertising (laughs) wow yeah (laughs) it was like whoa (laughs) they really do that they go fat not fat fat with a computer Amazing, bastards. right? I know, bastards. <laughs> and I'm wondering whether it can, because presumably it can, if you give it enough training data, it can like decide if someone's fat just based on their face rather than seeing their whole, because surely most profile pictures are just faces and not bodies. Everyone knows. Well, you just have a thyroid problem. <laughs> Everyone knows that like face profile pictures always always make you look fat just because of the weird angles that you take them at. Yeah, well, that would be like a false <laughs> negative. You don't want to target the fat pills to people who aren't fat. What does it have to look at all of your profile pictures and then make some sort of average out of that? Oh, he looks quite good there. Oh, he's a little chunky there. <laughs> and and like, how long ago was this picture? Did he yeah. actually get fit in the last yeah, 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 maybe. Can, yeah. Does, it, does it look at the last several years or something and notice a trend in fat size? <laughs> I don't, well, obviously, that was all there was to it. And people were like, whoa... Yeah. That's creepy as hell. But yeah. Wouldn't almost... it just be easier to analyze like the Facebook posts and just look for like Fat people who mentioned bad food a lot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This guy talks about pizza all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who's posting pictures of hamburgers? Well, I think that's it, isn't it? That's the traditional way to do it. And this is presumably some company's got an idea that this will give them an edge because it will let them target people who don't talk about how fat they are. <laughs> <laughs> But that's, you, they're not talking about how fat they are. You, or, like, like you need to look for the more subtle Sundays or whatever they're, they're talking about. Taking Instagrams of their, like, um, I don't know. Well, yeah, if, if, you, find, if, it, if you make a computer program that detects how many pictures of food there are in people's accounts, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you can work with that. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe that would be more effective. Anyway, I just thought it was terrifying and funny that that was somebody's job to try and train a computer to spot fat people. <laughs> You just want to walk around town with that computer and a loudspeaker. And a tuba. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, absolutely. My computer has designated you as fat, so I I apologize in advance. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear.
More news. 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 All right. I got some semi-missed news that was sort of it was it was happening around it's like last paying. last podcast uh, time that it just I just wasn't paying quite enough attention to. Okay. Uh, Microsoft has been talking a big PC game. Well, sort of. Or you know, trying to. Well, so, actually, it was more like trying not to, but everyone focused on that one bit. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> it was the classic mis- mistake. It was the interesting part of their conversation. Everything else was just kind of, well, yeah, sure, whatever. Nothing real new here. But no, the PC segment was had the, some tidbits to it that were just like, oh, this is interesting direction they go in there. So coming straight out of Phil Spencer's mouth, um, they are starting... They they sort of saying that they they want to treat Xbox more as a platform now, more than like an individual console kind of thing. So you know they've been talking this for a while. Xbox has obviously made it onto Windows Phone. It's now in Windows Whatever ten to some degree with the Windows ten with the Xbox app and stuff like that. But now like the games that will launch as on the Windows Store as universal apps are apparently part of the Xbox platform. So there's like, you know, full on Xbox achievements attached to it. Um and all that jazz. Which, you know, isn't too surprising coming off the back that I think we mentioned this before that you know, Quantum Break's now getting a PC version and stuff. Right, like yeah. That. And it's um you know, and it's going to be on the Universal App Store. And apparently there are quite a few technical problems with Universal App Store yeah, right now. Apparently it's kind of like... Yeah. You know, partly because that thing was never designed to be made for AAA games, that kind of thing. It was designed for, you know, little apps and stuff like that. And so it has a lot of weird little like limitations as to what, what those apps are allowed access to or um, how they're allowed to display on screen and things like that. And it's, uh, yeah, it's not... It's a bit, bit of a nightmare, and I don't know if like when like the Gears of War Ultimate Edition came out recently, and apparently is a technical mess, like just doesn't really work at all on PC, um, or you know has very varying. You know, it's one of those games where it's like your mileage will vary for no reason at all based on your like. If you have good hardware, you could have a terrible experience with that game, uh, and yet someone with lesser hardware could be absolutely fine. It's yeah, it's an odd one. Um, and you know, some people are attributing that to the odd nature of the app store. Um, hmm. It doesn't seem uh, like the app yeah. store would affect it. It's probably more just that games badly ported or whatever. Yeah, mate, that's probably true too. Um, so other things that have come out for this, they are talking that they would like your library to be accessible from as many uh, places as possible, implying more Windows 10 and Xbox crossovers, like you know, cross buy type things. Hmm. Um, and now that the Xbox hardware is more is Windows 10, um, they also have been sort of implying, although they didn't outright say it, that they want to accelerate the Xbox's hardware life cycle, you know, to, so they're shorter cycles, but make every subsequent Xbox backwards compatible because they no longer have to mess with the architecture too much. Well, what they actually, because it's Windows and a PC. What they're actually basically right. saying is they're making an Xbox into a PC by just making an Xbox yeah. that can actually take upgrades. That what they're doing is basically they're finally getting to the like Bill Gates's original plan for Xbox, right? A PC in every every media Living center. Room. Yeah, they're getting there. Like it's taken them like twenty years. Yeah, by a retardedly roundabout route. Yeah, where it was just like if you just pushed PCs originally, if you'd done Steam boxes at the time, essentially, 
Yeah. If you just say said here's a PC that's very specifically designed to be like a console that sits under your TV. It's odd, isn't it? Because like <laughs> they, they they've actually been sort of hitting the right the, you know, this, the technology to do the stuff has been there for like a good decade. Yeah. Uh, and Microsoft had pretty good implementations of it a decade ago. It's mm-hmm. just that they weren't really adopted by any major networks and major broadcasters, and it never got the support from um, both sides of the equation. Consumers weren't that interested. And broadcasters and stuff weren't that interested. You know, set top box providers weren't interested. So it kind of didn't go anywhere. Um, I think BT Vision might have been the only thing that got Microsoft branded, like got Microsoft technology in their set top box that I can think of. Um, and that was a not the same thing at all. <laughs> so yeah, they're getting there. Interesting. Um, I mean, on the I got, other side, I got I'll... all excited very. Oh, sorry, Just on the PC side, I mean, I think that, I mean, it's a, it's, I don't know, it's getting a bit late now, but I think Microsoft has the best chance of anyone to really compete with Steam. If they wanted to do that, you know, they could use yeah. their Xbox brand and they could actually do it. Whereas I don't think EA's Origin ever had stood a chance because it was single publisher and good old games, etc. I think Steam is getting a bit, it's a bit monopolistic, really. You know, not great as Valve is and stuff. Um, you know the the sure, one sure. platform. Well, Microsoft does have some. Microsoft does have some leverage in that you know if it's bringing its Xbox exclusive games to Windows 10 store only, yeah, and that's the only place you can get them on PC. Then that's true. You know that that gives them some weight, right? That's, but no one that's likes their, that. Shit that's their draw. I mean, it's all very well having exclusives on consoles, but when the exclusive is purely on the platform on the same freaking hardware. It starts to get a bit like, I don't know, you know, that doesn't, exactly. yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's why Origin and you play it are shitty because yeah. it's like, oh, now I have to have this thing that will only run yeah. things from this specific yeah. company. I mean, terms, better, even though Microsoft like makes Windows and basically runs your PC anyway, you don't think of them as being one of those companies. Well, it's, it's, it's a business. It's a good, you know, I, I get the business reasons, like the reasons why Origin and you play exist, and I don't necessarily, I. They're not as convenient, obviously, no. but I don't have a problem with those things existing. It makes sense why they But for do, Microsoft, but... They, they could do something else. Like I think they could compete with Steam on its own terms and like be open and like any and be like any P, any PC game, come to our platform and we'll give you these yeah. these these extras on top and these it absolutely SDKs. Make, makes sense. And they also yeah, they control the the um you know the graphics APIs and stuff, so they could use that to push mm. those. And I think they would be in a strong position. They're way behind Steam at this point. Uh, yeah, but but they could do that. But this isn't what this is about. I suppose. No, but, but, the, I mean, as I say, the the problem right now is that they're trying to do. They are, I guess, they are trying to get there, but they're trying to do it within Windows Store framework, mm. which. I, I, again, I can see why they're doing it, right? They want a single storefront. They want, um, but the problem they are having, um, and this is the, to a lesser extent, the same problem that Apple has, is that you know the, a single storefront doesn't necessarily work when you've got many, many devices that could all do different things. Like, mm. how do you make sure that the store is only showing you what's relevant to your device? Yeah, um, uh, that like, kind of thing. I mean, like, the App Store on iOS is. I mean, obviously, it's hugely successful and it's great. Sure, it's fine. I don't like it personally, but it works. But like the App Store on Mac is a nightmare. Like I haven't seen any kind of App Store on like a on the non-mobile device that I'd like better than just downloading installers off the internet. You know, 
There's yeah. no real no, advantages. The, 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 the Apple App Store is is clearly the best. The Mac App but, Store, though, I mean, is is not good. I don't. It's think. no good. And yeah. the yeah. the Windows Store on Windows 10 is probably better, for all I know. But I don't know because I just download installers. I was about to say, yeah, it's absolutely fine, but it's like that's just not how I use my PC. Yeah, I don't exactly. go to the App Store. But you I don't do with Steam. Ever gone to the... go... And got... Steam is an app store, and you just yeah. say click and install, so you don't even notice that's... that you're using. That's Actually, that's a lie. I've got I've gone to the app store like twice. Once to get a utility for my band, and once to get awesome lock screen, so I get Bing images on my. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on my, on my uh, uh, login screen. But you only went there because they were the only places you could get those. Yep. Yeah. Whereas well, Steam like... is like it's an app store. It is an app store. That's basically what it is. It has extra features on top, I suppose. Um, but like you go there first for games, and you don't go to the, to you know the games website to download the yeah. Store <laughs> well, sometimes depends. sometimes you go to Amazon and download a digital well, copy yeah, but sometimes, of sometimes you go to Amazon and buy it and, it and, and it's and a Steam code. It's, it's a Steam thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's well, that's what, fine too. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I don't want to shit on Steam because I think it is great, and I it actually puts me off if a game isn't available on Steam, which is dumb. Yeah. Uh, but it, it but that's what Microsoft, I think, should be competing. There should be a competitor, basically, because it's not very well, good when there's one. The thing about buy. Steam, though, I think compared to a lot of this, a lot of these other ones. Well, well, maybe not most of them. But when you think of it compared to app stores, is like, I guess it's just because it's on PC. But when when you look at Steam, it's like you can always go to the folder and look at the physical files and there's the XE mm. file there and it's like, sometimes you can even run that directly yeah. and Steam will let you do it. But yeah. like, that way it just seems like less of a, like, you know, a mystery wrapper thing. around everything. But most people don't do that. And and if you no. use the Windows 10 store, you'd probably find the same thing. There's probably an XE file somewhere. Well, Is maybe, there? Uh, no, I reckon that'll be way more locked down. Yeah, I would imagine it will probably be. Yeah, but if it's like Gears of War or whatever, that probably has an XE file somewhere. Oh, it probably ultimately lands on an XE, right? But yeah. it'll be tied to Windows in a way that launching that XE Windows probably knows that that's a, a universal app and therefore, right. you know. Or, or it will be wrapped up in like some overarching file, like just basically like a giant zip <laughs> at yeah. some yeah, point. Maybe. But it's yeah. like you can't access it. Yeah. I, I get your point, though, Zach. I mean, yeah, true. And that's why you can still mod stuff in Steam, I guess, because mm. at some point it's just files. Yeah, it's just a game. <laughs> yeah, there have been a few Steam games that are weirdly DRM-free, aren't they? Yeah. Like if you muck around a bit, like it doesn't even take that much to muck around. You can probably just launch the XE in quite a few cases. Yep. And it just goes. Okay. Yeah, that is true. Because the thing is with, no. with the Mac, which I, you know, if you install stuff off the internet, like say you don't use the Mac App Store and you just download, it's like X copy install. There's no like install widgets oh, yeah, or something. You just copy the files into the directory and double click on them and they run. Yeah, there's no registry nonsense. There's no site yeah. side. There's, no, there's not really any yeah. registry nonsense in Windows any longer. Oh, I don't know. In my, in my line of work, there's still a lot of that. Yes, but you're using really old Windows stuff in your line of work. Kind of, yeah. Mm. The only thing that I, I think the only thing that I've ever done in registry on my current computer, which is like four or five years old at this point, is reset the MRC timer. Because <laughs> MRC has a nag where, but it's 
tied to a registry so you just delete it and oh, it <laughs> resets the timer. But the, I think the last non-worky thing I did in the registry was there was a, there's a trick where, you know, that when you, if you ever have to, uh, if you've got Java on your PC for whatever reason yeah. and it comes up with the updater, yeah. like it had one, the wizard always has one of those pages like, oh, do you want this bullshit to be installed with it? Like, oh, you know, how about the Ask Toolbar? Yeah. You like that? It's like, no, there's a registry hack. Mm. You can just put or you can just go to the options and turn it off there. <laughs> that never worked for me. It, it, every update, it always just said, hey, do you want, do you want some, some stuff? That, and I'd fallen foul of like just nexting through it, forgetting that was there. And it'd be like, oh, crap, now I've got all this stuff I need to uninstall. So, yeah, there's a registry hack to just make that stuff never appear. So, Zach, have you used MIRC nearly 24 hours a day, seven days a week for 10 years and not paid for it? I wouldn't say used. <laughs> okay, run, <laughs> I should say. Yeah. But it, it is only magware. It's not, yeah. it's just inconvenient. It's not like illegal. Yeah. No, it's not illegal. I'm just saying, how much would it really cost to like throw the book? Well, I bought MIRC stats, so, you know, okay. I'll pay half of it. How much is it for like MIRC to I don't even know. magware? Like the tag. really annoying thing, the, the nagware part of MIC is not actually necessarily the box that appears when you launch the program that's nagware. The annoying thing is that occasionally when it reconnects, it pops up a web browser on the on the buy page. Hmm. And that um, can sometimes cause whatever else fuck you're doing to get minimized. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> that's annoying. Right. But that only happens if I that only happens if you reconnect. So providing my internet's stable, <laughs> doesn't happen. That's generally the primary reason I change virus tracker, virus checker, is when it gets too daggy. Yeah, exactly. It's like, nope, I've had enough yeah. of you and moving to someone that doesn't get in my face. Yep. Even though, mm, yeah. Although, although then when you research later, it's like, uh, oh no, the one I'm using probably has the highest CPU hit of all of them, bugger. I want you to change yep. again. I've been having problems with fucking Windows update again. Oh man, so yeah, so we at work. When, when, <laughs> well, you have, you have again. This is another yeah. weird, your fucking weird work problems. Hey, Windows Seven can basically screw up its own logging engine thanks to Windows updates and start creating gigabytes upon gigabytes of log files that never compress down or get deleted. <laughs> right until your hard. That's a fun one. Yeah, hard disks filled up on a lot of our hardware. In my, in my case, Windows Update just randomly starts doing shit in the background using 25% of the CPU. Spread across all the CPUs, which is, is nice at least. So it's not yeah. just maxing one of them. Yes. But like, it sits there and does something silently in the background for fucking ages. And like, I was, I, eventually I just sat, I just was like, well, I guess I'll just use my 3DS for a while and <laughs> see what happens. Mm. And eventually it goes away. And it's just like... It's not indexing, is it? Well, no, because it's, it's specifically Windows Update, because it's like, oh, I, yeah, I ran Resource Monitor and I was like, let's see what's doing this. And it's like, oh, it's Windows Update sitting there at 25% CPU forever. And like, if you can, you can stop the process and like, then it goes away, of course, and then you can restart the process and sometimes it doesn't start doing it again, whatever it's doing. Did you know Windows Update can do things to Internet Explorer without you expressly saying, please install updates now, to the point where it can screw up Internet Explorer's JavaScript execution capabilities? Uh, no, Yay! Who uses Internet Explorer? Uh, well, I'm forced to. Yeah, I'm, I'm forced to. <laughs> so, And then the other trouble I had with Windows Update was when it started doing that, I was like, well, maybe it wants to update. <laughs> so I'll go in and run the updates that I haven't done recently. But if, so I went to the updates and looked at the updates and hit start updating. But 
it doesn't start updating until it's finished doing whatever it's doing. So I was just like, well, I guess I just have to leave my computer here for two or three hours while whatever the fuck Windows Update is doing happens. Windows Update is just, it's, it's always been a shit show. Yep. Like, since it's, it's X, you know, the original versions of XP, they were okay, right? Yep. And then towards the end of XP's life cycle, things just started getting broken yeah. really badly. And they, they like, it's, Never been 100% solved. I hate Windows 10's like insistence of I need to install updates now. It's like you've asked me to schedule updates, but it's like I've got them and I need to do it now. And it's like, no, I want you to do them like at some point when I'm not using my PC. Thanks. Yeah. Oh man. I mean, that wasn't that the whole point of the updates being installed on shutdown, really? Well, kind of. <laughs> it's yeah. like it was meant to reserve it until the point where you're like, okay, I'm done. Now you can do a thing while you're shutting down. <laughs> I did have one of those one update the other day that Windows 7, one of my work Windows 7 PCs basically said, I need to do this like right now. I've got important updates. I need to do this like now. And it put like a, a different dialogue on screen. Mm. But you know, one of those like ones of it, I, like if you don't interact with this dialogue box in 10 minutes, I'm just going to do it anyway. And it's like, wow, okay, what's going on? <laughs> Some- Really bad zero day shit or something. Yeah, even then, I, just I, need, keep, to do this, I need to do this right now. <laughs> I just keep worrying that whatever Windows update is doing in the background on my computer is it's secretly installing Windows Ten. Because <laughs> I don't want that. It's They're almost certainly that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's downloaded it onto your system. I can guarantee it. You you have Windows Ten right now <laughs> on your be, on your hard disk. Theoretically, there should be enough space for it to do. It'll <laughs> be like three gigs. Yeah, I guess. yeah. Windows Ten seems fine. Yeah, it's all right. It's all Fine. right. Yeah. Although I, I it's like, I guess when Windows Update is doing that, it's not downloading anything. I can see that. That's the important thing. Yes, true. I can see my net net activity, which makes it even more annoying when you hit start updates and it says downloading, and it's like, no, you're not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're just going to sit there and wait for that thing to happen. <laughs> news. So news. <laughs> so let's should we do the actual news? So how do you feel about Forza Motorsport coming to PC? Well, oh, good. I feel good about that. It will be in the Windows App Store. It will be free. And at this point, you go, what? wait, what? What is it? Yeah, it's not because it's not Forza Motorsport. Oh, it's not shit. a full game. They're doing a, a version of Forza Motorsport 6 called Apex. Um, that is basically like a. Uh, I don't even know what its structure is going to be. It sounds odd. Like it's like basically like hot favorites from the Forza Motorsport 6 engine, effectively. So some of the tracks and a very, very cut down uh, roster of the cars Um, for free it will run in 4k I'm I'm guessing it's like free to play or free to start or something to that model but or they're just doing it as hey let's see if we can get this to work but yeah it's coming yeah it's like why not just release Forza 6 man Uh, it's better than nothing I suppose I mean yeah because they've only just started making shitty ports well unless this is like they're doing it as a learning exercise right turn 10 didn't want to port the entire game so they're putting something out and then they'll pause a seven. Maybe they'll consider doing cross-platform. Maybe. Also, I think they said like talking cross-platform stuff. I think they've said that Killer Instinct, like if you've got if you download the PC version of it, anything you've bought on Xbox, you will have access to on PC. So you know they're coming good on some of that stuff. Mm. I'll be able to play Killer Instinct on my PC. Woo. Although it runs terribly on my Xbox anyway, it's pretty good. That game's good. Did you see the um? All right, different news now. Did you see the disaster or, or whatever the heck this thing is? Uh, if I said Coleco Chameleon, 
No, nothing. No Does response. it come and go? No, I don't know. Karma, karma, karma. I saw plenty of news headlines about it, but yeah. Boy, that thing is old. Nothing, nothing to say about it really is there. So I think there's a company called, I think they're called Retro VGS, um, are attempting to make a old school console to play uh, retro styled games, but they're like, they're going whole hog on this as in it's not going to be internet aware. It's going to be you plug it into a TV, you slot a cartridge into it, what, and it plays like retro games. Or those other ones that they've already done. <laughs> Pretty much, yes. So what but, is the news? But, <laughs> but I think the idea is, is they wanted to make a new platform, as in it's not running a SNES, it's not a Mega Drive, it's a new retro console. Except it's called a Coleco. Except, yeah. They, <laughs> Except it's got that brand name of a famous this is where console. It, this is where it starts getting weird. So... It's branded a Coleco, which is, doesn't make a great deal of sense anyway. And they might, which they actually probably don't have the rights to, as it turns out. Okay. Um, the, <laughs> the, the the version of it they've shown so far has been using authentic case molds from Jaguars. <laughs> so it's a Coleco branded console that looks like a Jaguar. Oh, I remember this thing. Yeah. And right. So they demoed it at the was it New York Toy Fair fairly recently. And uh turns out that just had a SNES Junior inside it. Like, people managed to take a look at the ports on it and like, no, no, that's actually just a SNES inside a Jaguar case. Um So then they replied being all like, no, 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 it's a real thing. Like, posted a picture of a crystal, um uh, a crystal version of the console. Um, with a with a bit of hardware in it, which turned out to be a CCTV capture card. <laughs> After someone looked at it and went, "I've got one of those." Uh, yeah, boy, that thing seems like a mess. What on earth is going on? Like, that much more, much more of a mess than all the other ones that just, tried to do it before. Really, well, they at least, all, at least they the all retrons, real bad. Well, at least the retrons and stuff kind of sort of work. This well, eventually, just, yes. Yeah. After about like five versions of it, and it's somewhat clear what they're setting out to do. They're like they're trying to make a effectively a console that can play old games in hardware rather than in software. Right? It's not. That, that's what they're trying to do, isn't it? Yeah. N- not emulate, but actually just do. Um, yeah. And this is a little different, but yeah, th- this seems like nothing but smoke and mirrors at all levels. It seems like something that no one should actually have cared about at all. So yeah. Why did it become so? Why did it become such a thing? Yeah. <laughs> why am I further accentuating that? Right. Okay. Up to date news. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> News. Steam. Have you ever wanted to buy a Steam bundle but realized you have a large chunk of the games in it? Uh, that's put me off because I'd be paying for the same game twice when I actually already own those games. So what is the deal there? What's the deal with Steam what's bundles? Go- what's going on there? Yeah, like previous, previously, if you tried to do that, you'd just lose the copies of those games like, most of the time. Like They'd just be like, you've already got this. Fuck you. Um, now, if you attempt to do that, um, there will be a modest discount applied to the bundle price. So you might see that on when you when you go to do it as your price is this. Um, it will say. Um, now, some people have like done experiments, like you know, the amount that it reduces doesn't proportionally equal the value of the game as part of the bundle. So. But the way people have like looked at this has been like, well, I own all of the games in this bundle, or I've already bought this bundle. What is the price it says to me? And it's not zero. 
if you see what I mean. Of course it is, because that would make sense. So you could, in theory, buy a bundle filled with stuff you already have, but like they're not. It, that's, that's just the trick. The algorithm isn't 100% proportional. It's like, you know, you're getting a little bit back, but not, not say, if you own half the games, 50%, like, or whatever those games would normally cost on sale at 50%, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but still, something. It's somewhat neat that that exists, I guess. It continues to be weird that they don't just give you co- gift copies yeah. that you can trade. Well, yeah, why don't they just do that? It's surely that's, you know, sol- that would have been a much simpler solution because they already have a system in place to be able to do that yeah. rather than building this whole new thing. Yeah. I mean, I guess they're trying to, you know, it's a classic sort of like, we're being nice, but we're being nice in a way that still makes us more money than it would otherwise. I guess. Uh... Kickstarter news. Harmonix is kickstarting a PC version of Rock Band 4. It didn't sell very much on the consoles. No. That's probably why it's being kickstarted. Mm, but I, I guess the idea here is, is that if they made a PC version, they're then not tied to having to make a version for each console release, right? So if you had the PC version of Rock Band, you have Rock Band forever. And, you know accessible if you're one of those people that hook a PC to a TV. I mean, that would be cool. I would like that. Depends whether it would be like, if it's compatible with all the Xbox 360 stuff, then we're good, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because that's, pro- that's the problem with the current one, that the, so a lot of the 360 wired stuff doesn't work. Um, yeah, because I've got the 360 dongle and I've got a three, I've got a like a Guitar Hero 3 guitar that probably work. You know, yeah, uh, we've got some We've got yeah, we've got some wired stuff, and we've got the drums, haven't we? And the the and the and the USB mics. If that will all work on PC with the old with the old kit, then yeah, why not? Boom. This sounds like it might be a a better way of making that whole rock band as a platform thing actually work. Actually, go. Nice. Well, that's good. That's good. I mean, I don't know if it will succeed, but that's no. Like... I don't. I, don't, I honestly don't know if that will work not... out for them. Yeah, cool. Uh, it's been revealed how Quantum Break's TV bits are actually going to function. Like we talked about the last last week, that the last cast, that they're going to be like extended cutscenes as you progress through the story, but may have some elements of choice within them or um, stuff like that. Turns out none of that stuff installs or is on the disc. All of it is has to be streamed off the internet. <laughs> Um, so there you go. that's probably not a problem for most people but uh, well, maybe it depends on what the quality is well, apparently on PC it goes up to 4k <laughs> that would be a very big file yeah which is why I guess they wanted to stream it especially if you like doing the choice options it's like you know you wouldn't necessarily well they probably couldn't fit all that 4k video on a disc well I don't know just don't fucking make it 4k then because who fucking displays in 4K? Presumably it's up to 4K, right? It would be smart, like, you know, like all video tech is these days, where it's like, oh, you're, yeah, you're, you're using a, video tech, using, sure, using but using like, a 1080 display. If they like, want to put it on a disc, maybe not, not make it 4K, then you won't have to worry about it being gigantic. Future-proofing. It seems like Microsoft's push at the moment is like, if we're going PC, we're going 4K. Dumb. No one's 4K, yeah. You can't run games in 4K. It's too much. Too much. Well, some people do. <laughs> Some people who have like two fucking titans in their slides. 
at least. If not oh, more. that's one of the. <laughs> oh, yeah. Weirdly, this is one of the that, that you've hit. You've reminded me. Yeah, right there. SLI doesn't problems. work in Universal App Store yet. Yep. So all this 4K push, yeah, it's kind of pointless at the moment. Uh, PS4 Remote Play is going to get a PC and Macintosh client, a bit like the Xbox client on Windows 10. A bit like. Right. A bit like their streaming service already works, except for on PC. Uh, yeah, well, that's PlayStation Now. Yeah. What, what the Now it's means It's going to be like, essentially the same, though, isn't it? Sort of. It's just going to be a stream of video. From your console. From your console. From your, your own console. That you're controlling yeah. remotely. Yeah, it's not exactly the same thing, is it? Because then they, the coding then needs to happen on console, and, you know, I, presumably it's taking advantage of its always on DDR stuff and then just being able to stream that out somehow. The only question about that is, do you plug the controller into the PC? Good question. I don't know you'd have to, right? If you, if, you, if it was wireless to your PlayStation, then that would reduce input lag. That's a very good question, actually. Well, it would reduce input lag, but you'd still be seeing it lag, so mm. maybe that wouldn't actually help. That's actually a really good question, because does this mean that Sony are actually going to have to make PC proper PC drivers for their, yeah, for their controllers? Or, or Mac, and Mac drivers for that. Because they already did that thing with the with the Vita, didn't they? Where you can stream the PlayStation Four to the Vita, and it uses the Vita as the controller. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've done that in cases where it works, but obviously you don't have all the buttons. I suppose they could map yeah, L and R two to the touchpad. Touchpad. So yeah. Put as many buttons as they want. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, I had some crap here. Just like Real Shenmue Three is still owned by Sega. I didn't realize that. Um. They've put Sega copyrights on their screenshots they've been posting. Okay. Um, uh, the HTC Vive got a price. Yeah. Um, about that. I don't but remember. the UK price has been confirmed. Oh, okay. So we talked about the American price at $799. Um, they, but the UK price is 689 squids. Righto. A lot of money. A lot of does bones. That, does that come with base stations and shit? That's with two lighthouses, the room filling. Mm-hmm. Emitters, the lighthouses are emitters, and the headset dimples are receivers, yep. as it turns we out. Chip that. Yep. That um, should have been corrections. Yeah, that should have been corrections, yeah. <laughs> Corrected to our vague views. <laughs> yeah, how the fuck that. does this work? Um, Did anyone see the terrible IGN um, video of the uh, portal demo? Which was hilarious because <laughs> no. he wasn't actually looking at the like he went through the whole thing without actually looking at the things that you're meant to look at. It was really jerky. And it was like, for fuck's sake, this is the worst demonstration of something amazing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, and then somebody linked one that was actually a lot, lot better. But yeah, that was pretty cool. I don't really understand how you're gonna. I mean, seems like almost every video game is about going places and navigating yeah. a world and if you're stuck in one room I don't really get it they, I mean, you, you teleport to a different room <laughs> yeah, okay, you can teleport. only walk around inside one room doesn't mean you can't travel to other rooms within the game no I guess I mean, you have I to walk you make a portals or something I don't know to get yeah. anywhere yeah I reckon you could make a like a neat puzzle game well right? they already yeah I'm sure you could they already did a VR game that was I mean it was much less complicated but they already did a VR like game that was in the style of an adventure game where you're basically just shifting your viewpoint through environments and then like here's the stuff in the local vicinity you could interact with or you can go to this other viewpoint and interact with stuff here yeah. it's epic that we're demoing a, a, a new sort of style of FPS where everyone 
teleports they don't move you teleport to a location and then you use the the touch controllers to do stuff with your hands well that's just like an even more simplified version of that one that they did the the scrimmonauts guys did oh man what was that hybrid yeah yeah where there's no actual movement Movement. you just tell it to go somewhere yeah Mm. they might have to do something along those lines I don't know. Yeah, hybrid, it's just like, hybrid could like, no, maybe that's where hybrid will come back and be like, look, we've solved the problem, guys. We <laughs> yeah. did this. <laughs> we did this a few years back. Well, I noticed that the, that that system even sort of exists in the division when I saw gameplay footage. Oh that. yeah, no, like, it's it, it point at cover and then you just go yeah, to it. It did. Ha- it does have some. some I mean, it's cover like, transfer it's like stuff. marginally more advanced than the Gears of War version, I guess. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's only slightly different. But yeah, it's none like, of us are going to talk about like, the division. Well, no, because we're not playing. No, the division but, does is that... like selling really well, apparently, which I saw, surprised me. I saw the dumbest thing about the division, right? Like in in Asda, right now, the they cube? have one of those like little. No. No. Oh, sorry. It's just there's this stupid thing where you have to interact with this laptop to get into a game or whatever or something or go, or go on a mission, but it doesn't have character pass through. So these players literally formed a queue, like they were queuing. Online. Oh wow! Yeah, in a line, waiting to get but, to the things they, that they, they can activate. I thought, the division, they I thought the division was mostly instant. Yeah, anyway, so. the, the division single player until you get into a mission, so that shouldn't happen. Well, I can't remember what it was. Whether it was they were in a mission, they had to accept. Anyway, they all had to interact with this laptop, and they couldn't pass through each other, so they had to queue up. <laughs> That's quite. Funny, <laughs> Only one person could use it at a time. Yeah. Anyway, it was quite funny. It was a queuing simulator. But anyway, I saw this like like you know, there's advertising bits of cardboard or whatever that you said at Asda. And like the only quote that was on this, right? You know how they normally say, Oh yeah, great game and all that stuff. The only one that was on it said the division is is a game that defines the gaming industry. And I'm like, What? Because it's a game? game? <laughs> it's like this is the most non committal quote. Right, brilliant copy. <laughs> yeah. But it was like a early pre release quote, so you know what they're gonna do. I don't know. It's that's, great. <laughs> yeah, just so it seems all right. It's probably gonna be okay. <laughs> Man. Uh, that just struck me as written that was really odd. Like, yeah, this this game is a game. And actually, you know what? The more I thought about it, the more that quote is bang on the money, right? The division is the most like this is what video games are video game. You can think of, right? It's just all the tropes, isn't it? Like, I guess. Uh, go to mission, go do this thing, go get loot. It's like, it's, it doesn't really break any boundaries One, at all. The thing is, it's your stuff, get numbers. You know, <laughs> it's, it's a video-ass video game. It only seems like that because they, basically, what they did was they made Destiny, except they got rid of the sci-fi and made it real world, and yeah. therefore it makes it seem way more boring, because you're just like, oh, this is just a regular-ass street, and there's cars <laughs> <Yeah>. and people. <laughs> it's a giant bombs thing, it's like, oh, this this town is, like, it, it, you know, it's real empty and stuff. I'm glad they gave you all these doors to close as you walk past all these cars. <laughs> the only reason you should do that is if there's an achievement for closing cars. <laughs> yeah. There probably is. Yeah, probably. Oh man! Um, do you see the Hololens dev kit's got a price as well? All oh, right, yeah, that that'll be three thousand dollars. Yep, yep. Not for enthusiasts, is it? That's for like no, it, it's purely a dev dev kit. Yeah. yeah, but still, those things are yeah. It was not that long ago that we actually first heard of Hololens, and now they're starting to kick out dev units. It's, That's cool. 
I mean, that thing is a totally different thing, right? It's not going to operate on the same space as VR at all. Not not for a while, but no. it's. Uh, I I really want to try all of these things. <laughs> totally. I want to see what they do. I want to see what they do with Hololens. If they can come up with like tabletop yeah. games, you'll have to come up stuff. with some some ridiculous pitch to your company of why you should be using VR in your yeah, work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> VR ticketing. Yeah, sure <laughs> so it seems utterly pointless. Uh, and before we get on to the Nintendo Direct that happened, uh, Kerbal Space Program is getting a console version. On Xbone and PS4 get will both get one. Marginally makes like makes marginally more sense than Space Engineers. <laughs> Because yeah, at least Kerbal is actually a released game, yeah, not but, still an early access thing. Version one, now. yeah. <laughs> Not that they've stopped updating Gerbil, I guess, you know. Oh, sorry, one other thing as well. No Man's Sky has got a release date. Well, that, they already had a release date. Uh, 24th of June. 24th? Oh, okay. Because it's the 21st in the US. Yeah. It's 24th. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. I'm it already ahead. had that release date for quite a while. It's just that you couldn't pre-order until further March. But there's yeah. been some... Like, but there but it's, it's, official, it's official now. Like, that's the date. Official. Oh. There's been and some um, gameplay, you know footage of people actually playing it um yeah which, has been which i need to check out and like people yeah. actually saying this is what you actually do in this game finally people seem yeah. sort of somewhat whelmed or so, so you know, well yeah it's mostly it's you know positive ish i don't yeah. say they're gushing but no. it seems like you know, this seems yeah. cool i guess kind of well, it runs into the same problem that all the games along those lines do is just like <laughs> They made this giant infinite, not infinite universe, where it's like so. Theoretically, you have this extremely long-term goal of go to a place, mm. and that's like the game. Arguably, it's like get to the end because you know there's got to be a goal at some point. Yeah, but like what they want you to do is just explore. Basically, that's yeah. the game part of the game is just exploring. But the trouble is that they it runs into the same problem of like Starbound, where it's just like. Yes, every planet is theoretically different and has different terrain and different plants and different animals. But broadly speaking, it's like once you've seen one desert planet, you've seen all, seen all the desert planets. <laughs> yeah. Or once you've seen one snow planet, yeah. you've seen all snow planets. There seems yeah. to be some sort of hinting that, you know, some planets are actually going to have, you know, unique stuff on them that will only appear on that planet and sure. things like that. But even then, it can't be that unique because every player has to be within a certain distance of those things for the way the game works. I, really, I hope not. Like, I hope that, that perhaps like they'll all be subtly... Perhaps they'll all have like similar mechanical reasons, but you know that what they actually are, and maybe they'll have slightly different properties or something here and there, but you know... Yeah, but they can't make it that unique because, well, mainly because this is the multiplayer game. Every single sure, player yeah. has to have essentially the same experience in the end, even if things happen to them at different pace or different I don't times. think that's what they're going for. I don't think they're going for this exact same experience. Well, right? it's they're... not going to be exactly the same. It's not exact exact, but it's still... They've got to see the universe... There's got it's to be like the whole galaxy of... has to be more or less uniform. There's got to, Yeah, there's got to be enough of a progression that's possible, I agree. But uh, like maybe all the, like, this unique stuff is like high-level secret affair. I don't know. Who knows? But um... I mean, theoretically, you know there can be a point where like traveling to places becomes trivial and then maybe that make, makes it easier to have unique stuff because it's like 
once oh, you yeah. progress to a certain point in the game, you can just instantly teleport to this thing. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. So the word gets out. It's like, hey, you should go check this thing out, and then you can just go pop over there or something. Yeah. Because you know, as soon as they said black holes exist and you can do something with them, I was like, oh, you remember Spore? <laughs> you remember <laughs> what you did with black holes in Spore? <laughs> or even uh, no, I don't remember. Answer, I guess what you was fly the into them and they act as a wormhole. Yeah. It's what are you doing with wormhole, like black holes in all space games at some point is somehow black holes just become wormholes because physics, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah, sure. I mean, there's no way to prove it that they're not wormholes. No. <laughs> so, you know. I mean, maybe there is a way to prove it, but not yet. No. So. You'd have something come back. <laughs> Nintendo Direct. The third of March held their um, uh, rather, you know, uh, it's a pretty, you know, a bit, pretty big thing when Nintendo just just does does a direct, you know, not a not targeted, I suppose, on anything. It wasn't like, oh, this is the Pokemon direct or this is the Smash Brothers direct or whatever. No, this is just a direct. So they you know, they talk about a lot of stuff. It's like Isn't a, it's like a mini show for thing, almost. Well, it's like it's like <laughs> a, it's so unfocused they don't really have any time to say much about anything. No, but it's 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 their equivalent of like doing the, the smaller conferences, I suppose. It's like it's like Nintendo go to Gamescom yeah. or Paris Games Week or something like that. Um, uh, so they led with Star Fox. Um, I've got to say, the more they, that, that that game looks like it's been had a few iterations for the better since it since I saw it in Hold action and stuff like that. Excuse me a second, guys. <sighs> I'll carry on. Oh, Dan doesn't care yeah, about Star right. Fox. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it's had a few had, had been through the ringer a couple of times since I last saw it. Like it's had a few visual upgrades by the looks of it, um, a few little tweaks here and there, um, bits of UI mostly. I noticed <laughs> were different. That's um, not really necessarily tweaks. That's just like they've been continuing to work on the game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. It's getting where it, where they wanted it to be. Um, I hold out hope that that actually is good. It looks like it's going in all the right directions. Aiming weirdness aside, it, it looks like the Star Fox game I want. Where everyone knows that that the R-Wing sections in Dinosaur Planet were practically what you wanted. Yeah. Because they were attached to a whole other game. Yeah. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> you actually believe that it's bad now, right? Like, Because you play through that whole thing. Well, I, like, you know, it's a functional game. It's not, like, completely <laughs> terrible to play. <laughs> right. But it's just like, what the fuck were they doing? <laughs> Why did they make this? <laughs> yeah. That is the, the core question. I'm like, well... The fact is, they didn't want no, to make it, it wasn't, wasn't it? really a Star Fox game. It wasn't game. supposed to be a Star Fox game. Nintendo just thought it wouldn't sell as Dinosaur Planet. And then it wouldn't have had the army. And then, fuck, those what would have I'm back. Yeah. Well, yes. they wanted to use the washing machine. Woo! They. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, we are just saying, Star Fox looks like the, is, is more and more looking like a game that. I kind of wanted out of Star Fox like the oh, structure because um, people have know. been worried about that ever since it was first shown yeah I, know. I still yeah. I mean I still have my I'm still not 100% sure about the whole moving and aiming mechanic thing um, they have tried to alleviate that in some respects like they, they announced like it will have a co-op mode where one person flies and one person shoots like um, if if it becomes a bit too much, I suppose. I don't think that alleviates it. That practically makes it more difficult, doesn't it? Maybe, maybe, yeah. Uh, still, I I I'm still holding on to hope for that. I, I think it looks good. 
Um, oh, it's not you know visually amazing, but you know it's 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 going it's going in the right way. Um, but they also announced like a um uh, the their amiibo functionality, where if you put Fox the Smash Brothers Fox um and presumably Falco, you'd hope <laughs> maybe um, um onto onto uh, you know use the amiibo with it, you get the original SNES Arling and original SNES sound effects and music on some levels. Cool. But do they? Does it? Is it an original SNES Arwing, but with proper graphics? Or is no, it no, no. Made it's, to look it's, really it's shitty? actually the low poly model. <laughs> well, no, but no, it's not just they can't just make a low poly model. They have to make it low poly and like pixelate it somehow. Oh, that would be cool <laughs> to make yeah. it look like it's really bad. Yeah. Just like a really low poly model, but in really high definition, won't look right. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, look, that's what they've done though. Disappointing. <laughs> So, and then they, then they also announced that it's got a special edition coming, um, which frustratingly doesn't have a Fox Amiibo in it, right? To, to get to get the Arwing, like, um, but instead they throw in a whole other game. Um, so they what was originally a prototype that I think they were showing at some point in Wii U's early development, um, which basically was a game that looked a lot like Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, in that you're looking at CCTV cameras and you're then choosing to take control of one of those cameras in order to basically play a tower defense game. Um, that has become a Star Fox game. That has become Star Fox Guard. Oh, okay. Um, um, yeah, and will come with uh, the what they're calling the first print edition of Star Fox Zero. Uh, and also you'll get a steel book filled with some gubbins. They haven't really explained what the gubbins are. No. And they made it sound like it might be like blueprint style graphics of, you know, the various Star Fox equipment. But, uh, special editions. Ninty's trying to do them. Uh, so that's Star Fox. Uh, oh, when's, that's April 22nd. That's, that's, uh, queued up for, so not too far away. Uh, Splatoon! They're still doing stuff. Um, they basically didn't want to say that they're doing that they're, they're just adding some new more weapon variants and things like that. And also there's going to be some reasonably significant balance changing and how matchmaking works, but they didn't really give too much detail on this thing. Which is like, we're still doing stuff. Keep playing Splatoon, basically, was what they were saying. But apparently that should have already happened, so I should probably go and check out what some of that stuff is. Right. Um uh, Marion Sonic at the Rio 2016 Olympic Games is coming. <laughs> wow, so much news today. <laughs> yeah. What do we care about? Why that? are we going through this? <laughs> yeah, is this in the Nintendo Direct? That's not an excuse. Oh, What's we Nintendo... always go through? No, it. you always go through it because you, for some reason, this think is like that it's old... equivalent to a conference and not just a video that they made. But it's Nintendo. It's not. Nintendo don't do conferences. This is their conference. No, you wait for the Nintendo Direct that's tied with E3. That's their conference. All these other ones don't count. <laughs> this is like this is like the giant bomb. But then, the but old then days. by that logic, like, but then uh, by that logic, uh, we shouldn't uh, cover Paris Games uh, Week. Uh, and we that's a con. Uh, that's an actual conference. This is no different. This is exactly what they do at E3, just in, you can't, just just without puppets. You can't make that excuse for Nintendo. This is just like Nintendo. This is like them sending out a newsletter every month or whatever. It's not really 
If you'd subscribe to the Microsoft they're not that frequent. Well, no, they're not that frequent, but still. That's why, that's why I skipped the Smash Brothers Direct. That's why I well, okay, the, the specific ones the that are even Direct. more like, yeah. pointless detail. We don't need to hear about literally everything. Well, the no. reason I bring this one up with is like, because it's got, they've added new modes, and one of them is Rugby Sevens, and it's like, is, is that an Olympic sport now? Yeah, I think so. It got voted in last vote. Oh, so it's, it's like new when this Olympics. didn't get voted in or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> So it's new this Olympics. I think it might be. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I just didn't know that. I saw that they're adding this. And it's like, really? Rugby? Could this be the first time someone's made a good rugby game? No. We have a question. Like, yeah, I highly doubt it. Sonic. But <laughs> Will there even be seven players on the pitch in Rugby Sevens? I would bet on it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good question, actually. Well, they did, they did look like they were bringing in the birds from Sonic Riders. I mean, sure. They're games of like. It'll be like how they did with, with like Mario Strikers and stuff, where it's like you have the main characters, but then oh, you yeah, have the, like the rest the team of the of team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. All right, fine. So taking your new, we don't give a shit about Nintendo conferences well, we, approach. We uh, care about new things out of Nintendo. There's Mario Maker updates. There's some kind of uh, game by the Fire Emblem folks involving strategy and pop idols. <laughs> Tokyo Mirage Sessions hash FE. A reskin of fire. Oh no, sorry, it's not hash, you pronounce it sharp FE. Okay, sure. Uh, yeah, so. Or, or is it sharp iron? Lol. <laughs> <laughs> no. <Are> you sure? <laughs> yes. Uh... Uh, Lost Reavers, they seem to be doing an MMO, but with just the raidy bits. Okay. On Wii U. Uh, Paper Mario Color Splash. Any thoughts? It looks what like a Paper Mario game. I mean, it looks like a Paper Mario game, but its mechanic this time is that color is being... Dr- is, oh, yeah, okay, fine. ...is disappearing right. from the world, and you've got to put it back with your magic <laughs> color I think that Nintendo have probably used many times. Yeah. It, I mean, it looked like a Paper Mario game, but they didn't really show any combat. Well, like, yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the key, isn't it? Like, how RPG is it? Yeah, don't know at this point. Uh, th- out this year... Um, there was some more footage of Pokem. Uh, Zelda yeah, I, Twilight. I watched some of that. The actual footage of the fights. How does that work? Like, that's weird. I only watched the little bit from the direct. I haven't watched a proper video of it. It's like it, there's a moving around bit, and then there's an actual fighting. Well, it's bit just like basically you you you're in like a free ranging mode initially, and then once a certain type of attack connects, it turns into a two D plane. Right. I assume there's different moves that you use in each mode. Like, yeah. maybe you have more area effects type yeah, stuff can in you the use free the, raining. Or can you use the running around phase to do, like, statusy type stuff? Or, or potentially, like, does... It, it wasn't in the video that I, I watched, but maybe if there's, like, something in the stage where, like, if you lock the 2D plane into the right place, it actually changes the, like, shape of the stage, or, like, if there's objects or something. Oh, uh, yeah. That could be Potentially, I don't know. Yeah. Or is it just always going to be yeah. like that? I mean, something. the only video I saw was just, like, it's a flat circle. So it's a circle <laughs> arena, yeah. <laughs> and a very small one, but apparently that's just that level is quite small. I mean, presumably, like, how that game's work is, like, known and so, because it's been in the arcades, hasn't it, at this point? Well, it's been out in Japan for a while. Yeah. But also, you know, Basically, a Tekken game <laughs> at a certain point. <laughs> okay. You know, it's a fighting game in the Tekken style. I, I, I mean, I'm kind of intrigued. Yeah. I've got to be honest. I, I want to see how that works. They, um, they picked bad Pokemon, of course. 
as inevitably <laughs> was going to happen. Well, I mean, if they were going to pick a good Pokemon, it would just be all the one uh, any from the first game, right? Like, <laughs> well, to some extent, yes. And then Pseudo Wudo. <laughs> if only. <laughs> but this is like, you know. Well, I don't Are they going to have assist Pokemon? Just well, yes, they do. They yeah. have assists. Sweet. Except they're not. They don't seem very important and, like, you don't seem to call them in that often, I guess. Should just be Pokemon versus Capcom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Should be there. It doesn't matter versus Capcom. Who would vote? Then they said some stuff about Zelda Twilight Princess HD. Right, that's I, I just want to say a very small thing about Twilight Princess, right? Because Twilight Princess gets a bad rap, and yes, like, it does. Apparently, yeah. And I'm and Jeff Gerson's like, um, I'm the only one that gave it a slightly bad rap in the first place, and now everyone agrees with me. And at the time, everyone hated me. <laughs> I get his point, right? That. Twilight Princess, to him, and maybe to others, would have seemed like the backward step, right? It's like, you know, after they were trying to do something different with Wind Waker... It's not really backwards, um, like, it's just not forward, is it? Yeah. No, it isn't forwards. To me, it's the perfection of what they were trying to go for with Ocarina, but perhaps due to hardware limitations, you know, or something. It, you know, you could see how Ocarina could have been a little nicer bit looking. better. <laughs> yeah, nicer looking, and perhaps, you know... More free, <laughs> yeah. Um, and to me, Twilight Princess was that right. It felt like, oh, you've got this right this time. There's nothing inherently different about it, and you know, the wolf wolf stuff is a little bit whatever. But you know, it, it to me, it just felt like this isn't an evolution per se, but it is refined. So, I you know, and. To this date, still the only Zelda game I've ever finished. The only reason people were shit, like slightly shitty about Twilight Princess is just they they didn't really know it at the time, but they were. It was the Zelda fatigue was setting in because like when Link Maybe. when Link Between Worlds on the 3DS came out and it was like, oh shit, you don't have to do the dungeons in the same order. Holy fuck! It's <laughs> like they didn't really know that that's what the problem with Zelda was, but it was just that they made essentially the same exact structure every time. Yeah, it had just but... been slightly hidden by. Wind Waker having new visuals. And yeah. Then... <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could be absolutely right, yeah, that it is just because it was the same again. But, it, but if you think about it, it's only the it's only the fourth, it was the fourth 3D Zelda, right? But it's only the second one to do the Zelda formula in its traditional sense. It's only the second 3D Zelda in a traditional style. Wow. Because Majora's Mask is a bit odd. Well, Majora's Mask was Wind exactly Waker the same, is more though, traditional. technically. It is yeah. more traditional, but not quite. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. I would say I would have said Majora's Mask was different enough. I mean, you were essentially still going to a series of dungeons in the order that you were able to do them due to the masks. Yeah. <laughs> I would argue something like Skyward Sword was probably more traditional than Wind Waker. But probably, I haven't, yeah, haven't really maybe. played much Skyward. 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 Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I just want to stand in his defence. No, I, I, I don't think anyone's it's, saying it's a bad game. I mean, no, what, my it's problem just that that is... one's my Zelda, right? That oh, totally. Just, you know, my yeah. problem is more with this HD remake. It's just that, well, it's not really the game's fault, but like the Wind Waker one had more potential to be HD-ified because it was so oh, stylized. Yes. And this oh, seems to be yeah. lazy, to be honest. Well, it doesn't I look think that much prob- better. I mean, they, they've upped the quality of every texture in the game. And yeah, like, but, but, but Wind Waker well, HD looks that's pretty genuinely much all they've done. better. Like, yes. Like quite a lot well, I, think the prob- I think what they've actually done that's a major failure in the Twilight Princess update is... I didn't even... 
I didn't even perceive it as a hardware limitation at the time, but I thought that the Twilight world was meant to look kind of blurry and fuzzy around the edges. I thought that was an actual stylistical choice, yeah. not just a hardware limitation. No, no, that's, and then that's, once they took all the, once they HD'd it and got rid of the blur, I'm just like, this doesn't even look right. Right. They're supposed yeah. to be very gold bloomy. Yeah. It looked um, like everything was sort of fuzzy and glowy, and like I thought that was just how that looked in the Twilight. Yeah zone it sort of out? went into like hd as oh. brown kind of territory at the time as well did it that that a little bit side, I suppose. well i mean it, it didn't was, really it apply the real it didn't really <laughs> yeah. apply the real filter but yeah, yeah. it's goldeny colored but then it's just like once they sharpened everything up it's like this looks weird because i thought you know that was the whole point of the twilight it looked kind of ethereal or whatever because yeah. of everything looking slightly fuzzy oh, that's yeah. true <laughs> yeah it, i mean it does I look didn't... like they have literally just you know uh, they've upped all the texture quality yes but yeah. and made it run at 1080 or just doesn't seem like the, the, the effort outputs. in that they have with they did with Wind Waker. Well, I actually think they probably did exactly the same thing as they did with Wind Waker. It's just Wind Waker's art style is way more upscalable because it's kind of flat. <laughs> Wind Waker's yeah. art style didn't have very many textures. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when, when, when Wind Waker just works, right? Yeah, it, it, it could be it could be resed to anything and still look good. I guess it just I don't know because they put quite Twilight a lot of effort into doing Ocarina for the 3DS or whatever. Um, well, that was Yeah, I don't that know. Was an ancient engine that they had to update because it no. looked complete poop. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, true. in a way, they probably like if you ran if you tried to put Ocarina, you know the remake of Ocarina, it probably looks quite a lot like Twilight Princess. I'd imagine, like if you could run them on comparable systems. Well, not the, quite as good as Twilight. Well, yeah. no, no, the remake. Well, yeah, but maybe the remake of Ocarina of the original Twilight is a, probably a closer maybe. comparison. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, I just wanted. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. It's interesting. I, I, I agree with you though. It doesn't. Uh, maybe its art style is a sign of its time. You know, child of its time. Sorry. Like maybe that doesn't modernize as well. I don't know. Um, uh, right, yeah, let's skip through. Let's see what's what's actually interesting on here. You're still uh, on the Nintendo Direct. It's amazing. Yeah, I'm skipping. I'm skipping. For, they, they, <laughs> uh, they, there was a lot of stuff in it. Um, yeah. Pocket card jockey caught my eye as a kind of, what is this? Solitaire and horse racing combined. <laughs> well, that's what Japan likes. Yep. Japan. Uh, and then there's some boring stuff. Then there's some Disney stuff. Uh, Bravely Second has a cat mancer. Well, you know, they already have Katesifs. Not with magical cats. I just, I just really like the name Cat Mancer. That's cool. Maybe a cat mancer. For, you know, you have to conjure cats. You can't just control cats. <laughs> oh yeah, you, they have to come out of nowhere. Nothing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have to open a box and have a million cats go out. <laughs> I really hope it does. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, new Monster Hunter, new Dragon Quest remakes, blah, blah, blah. Metroid, they showed some more Metroid Prime Federation Force. Uh, and they seem to be go head on, uh, hey, we know this game doesn't seem to have struck the right chord with what we've shown so far. So let's talk a bit about it. And they went basically through its like development life story. <laughs> Where they were like, this wasn't a Metroid game, but it had a woman who was sort of the same shape as Saracen, like <laughs> like the <laughs> Actually, no. It started as they always wanted to do a co-op Metroid game 
for a plat for a mobile platform. Okay. And apparently they started this way back in two thousand and nine, but the original DS just didn't cut it. They were like, Nope, we can't do this. Um and so it was shelved until 3DS became a thing. Um, specifically until new 3DS became a thing, because they didn't think the regular power of the 3DS was quite enough either. Even though they already made, like, Metroid Prime Hunters. Well, yeah. <laughs> was, a, was a multiplayer 3DS the Metroid. Kind of, but I'm not sure that did very well. No, no. it didn't. Um, I mean, what, they've showed, what they showed this time basically looked a little bit better than what they'd shown before, but it comes down to the fact... Who wants a co-op Metroid Prime on a DS? Well, the DS maybe this? not, but a co-op Metroid game would be fine. Could be okay, yeah. It just work on the Wii U if you had two separate screens, you know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> not that that ever seems to be a thing that they want to do on the Wii U. They always I, want the, they always want two screens that do different things, not two screens that are the same thing but from different viewpoints. Yeah, I mean, they probably just looked at it and was all like, "What's the the most likely place we could actually get?" enough people to actually want to play this and they put the DS because more people have them but I don't know I, I, just, I, I'm not sure I fully get it um, and a new Kirby game is coming called Kirby Ro- Kirby Planet Robobot <laughs> where Kirby can pilot a mech okay. that's basically the game that's not that doesn't tell you enough about the it's actual a, Kirby-ness of it's it. a 2D Kirby game it is <laughs> Traditional ass Kirby. Yeah, but is it though? Because every the last two or three that they've made have not at all. It's not, fun. nothing it's to like... do with yarn. It has nothing to do with clay. It is a Kirby game. Yes, but it's not necessarily to do with the visual style. It's to do with whether Kirby can fucking eat an enemy and turn into whatever the power is, <laughs> which he could do in either of those last games. Then you're in luck. <laughs> okay. It is a Kirby ass Kirby game. <laughs> When are they going? Your to... mech can do that too. Is the other like thing, that. and also apparently there's a cheat mode. In the form of amiibos, yeah. where you could just tap amiibos and get their power. Yeah. When are they going to bring back fucking. Including all of the Smash Brothers ones. <laughs> when are they going to bring back the N64 Kirby thing of actually being able to combine powers? Because, you know. Yeah, yeah, that was the cool one, yeah, right? That was, that, was the best, that was the best idea ever, and the most obvious idea ever for yeah. Kirby. Where it's like, oh, you combine fire and this other thing, and you get another fucking power. That, that's great. <laughs> Multiply your powers by at least two. It encourages experimentation, right? Yeah. Like, Oh, but, but it's a great idea. Except they used it badly in the N64 one, mm. where it was like, you can only break this rock if you have this specific power, so you better make sure that you know that that rock exists at this level and have been very specifically making sure you have that power yeah. at this point in this level. <laughs> in fairness, that's, I, I can't sort of expect that if, if they're going to do that with games like that. Yes, but, but it, it was a, you know... It was a classic problem of like you had to play the level at least once to be able to see what powers you needed, and then you had to play the level again to ensure that you had the right power at the right time, or sometimes play a completely different level in order to get those powers. Even, <laughs> yeah, not good. That, that was it's. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not like you're you're not told in advance what you need. That be. That... <laughs> No, but a lot of secrets in games work like that, right? Yeah, but they're not secrets in oh, that well, game. That was like, that's just, really that's the progression of the game, oh, okay. to some extent. I mean, yeah. you know, it was more, I guess you could say it was more like the like the dragon coins in Mario, I guess. They're technically secrets. Dragon coins? The big coins. Oh, the dragon coins? <laughs> they were dragon coins back in when it was with Yoshi, because they had yeah. Yoshi on them. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, <I'm> not <laughs> dragon coins. Dino coins. Uh, <laughs> dino coins, dino coins. <laughs> 
whatever. Whatever they call them. Munchy Coopers. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess it's like that, really. They're not necessarily essential, but if you want to really progress the game, you kind of have to get them. Yeah, right. Yeah, I can, I can see that. Uh, and you'll be, you'll be glad to hear I'm Dominique. Okay. Uh, well, I heard some news. What news is this? That I everyone heard... in music is dying. What? Okay. Well, that is pretty much news, isn't it? Like, everyone in music is dying this year. Are they? What do you mean? All these old people. Well, the fifth Beatles dead. Oh, I and, see. George George Martin. Emerson from Emerson Lake and Palmer or something is dead as well now. Yeah, that's true. Everyone's well, dying. All these old people. Well, another... another being another, 70 years old. I heard another beloved somewhat thing might have died. Um, no, no. Lionhead has shut down. Yeah. Oh, yes. No, I did hear this. I totally yeah. forgot about it. I so didn't write it down. This is number one headline on, on Reddit for the it's past month. So I was waiting for you to get to it. Like, but yeah. Not just that they shut it down, but like they cancelled the game and then shut they, the studio Yeah, down. they cancelled Fable Legends and shut down <laughs> the studio completely. Yeah. Um, it, it, I, not, I'm not saying I was interested in Fable Legends. No. I'm not saying I've ever had any interest in Fable. No. But at least Legends was trying something interesting with its asym- asymmetry. Except as we've discussed previously, asymmetry doesn't actually work as a game. <laughs> no. I still believe it can. Only in the Wii U's case, where you know you have an actual asymmetrical controller, yeah, I, but they have to be able to. So, yeah, maybe it, maybe aim symmetry in local multiplayer is still the thing. Yeah. But, or yeah, yeah, GBAs get the GBAs out, and you know games that are more complicated. Maybe Fable just didn't seem like it was going to be very complicated. Well, we don't. Basically, we, what, we don't know. We never really saw. Enough of it to... Because I'm pretty sure we probably said it at the time, but, like, Fable Legends, basically, it's like... It sounds like it would be hard. Well, it's just like, why does Dungeons & Dragons not just make a game where you have one person be the DM? Like, literally. Yeah. With the Wii U gamepad, you can have a fucking separate screen to do DM shit on. You can do that with any roguelike, right? (laughs) Like, any roguelike game, they could have someone making decisions to screw up the game, right? Well, so so what? To make it better or worse. Yeah, slightly, but... I mean, people have tried that in various ways, I guess. Not n- not necessarily as asymmetric as you could make it with the Wii U, but... Hmm. I mean, even iDarb is basically that, to some extent. <laughs> no. It's just the asymmetric part is everyone else in the entire world. <laughs> well, like, okay. Come and fuck you up. Yeah, but you, and there's no real goal for the asymmetry. No. Yeah, that's not, that's not the same. Um. <laughs> You mentioned the lang zone. Best hash bomb. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yep. I, I, I mean, it's it sucks because you know original you know no one wants to see a studio close. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And of course, original line head under Molyneux, uh as we talked before, behind the best Molyneux game or one of the most interesting Molyneux games yeah. in the form of black and white. Exactly. No black and white three. Not that it was coming, but. I don't know. Maybe someone will get a hold of that license or something. In Microsoft, has it, a, so who knows? Microsoft own it. Yeah, they could do yeah. something with it if they wanted to. But as always, by it's like by this point, how many of those people were even still there? Yeah, you know, that's true. <laughs> like Molody left. I bet quite a lot of the other ones left, yeah. even at that point. But then anyone who actually liked the Fable games sucks to be you. 
but I'm sure, no, Mike, I'm sure, sure. Microsoft will find a home for Fable. Right, just maybe not Legends. Mm. Maybe Legends just wasn't turning out the way they wanted. I hope they don't. I can't be bothered with Fable. <laughs> Do something no, else. I, I, I never liked it. Make your own thing. Yeah. Fable's fine, I mean, I'm for, sure. Fable 2 I is quite for, good. For people who like Fable, there's probably quite a few games that are quite similar, really. Yeah. I wouldn't have, said, I wouldn't have said it was an incredibly niche, like... No, it wasn't, like, really an innovative. Considering the first Fable from, like... Um, Peter Molyneux it's not it wasn't really that like different I wouldn't say I guess number two had a dog in it I think that was just to keep <laughs> that was to keep Peter Molyneux happy so that he could talk about the dog in interviews and then they could actually make a standard RPG um, action RPG I mean okay. what would you recommend as an alternative though I'm, I'm struggling to think of something that's exact you know that's what, I guess the RPG with actually like out of obviously, interaction. obviously the tone is but way not different. Like but like the Witcher is and it is closer, isn't it? If you think about it, more complicated, I guess. But it's not Skyrim. Yeah, level. sure. No, yeah. yeah I, 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 the reason I, I you know, yeah, it's, I stumbled away from like Skyrim and Witcher and those sort of because they're considerably. I would put those as considerably more hardcore than well, yeah. more complicated. Sure. I think I was the Witcher is like, probably Kingdoms about right. Of yeah, <laughs> yeah. That game barely came out. Sorry, I didn't catch any of that. I'm talking over. What? Who said what? <laughs> I was thinking of Kingdoms of Amalur, even though that game barely came out. Uh, That's a similar sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. That would probably be pretty close. Maybe Dragon Age Inquisition or something. I don't know. I guess that's a bit more RPG. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. There's something about you know they their level of I don't know. I guess whimsy. <laughs> Yeah, was their, that's true. Was their unique selling point, I guess. Yeah, that is true. Maybe, but I don't know. That I found Fable's whimsiness quite irritating. I'm not oh, not that I'm no, against it, whimsy, it, but its particular form of it was like, especially with those came, terrible accents and like, weird, yeah, it came across Britishness. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, it came across as this is what we think Britishness is like, right? Right, which Even was so it's weird. Like made by, it's made by a made British Gilbert. team. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, it's like they took uh, the we've got this notion we quite like to sell the ocean thing and just like <laughs> expanded it to a whole fucking game. This is all of what Britain is. Oh, oh, oh gladly. <laughs> and tree puzzles. Yeah, and tree puzzles. Oh, goddamn tree puzzle. Right, enough news. Goddamn. <laughs> Goodbye, Lionhead. Goodbye, Nintendo Direct. <laughs> so now, hello, what you've been I playing? I will never cover one of these ever again. You'll have to get these elsewhere, bitches. <laughs> now, as we were, as we mentioned last time, can Peter, while you still see the lighthead officers? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> or can he just see the building? No, now we yep. can see a, another wing of Capital One Finance. Expect <laughs> <laughs> better so. be a credit card company or some other stupid services. Stupid services. Stupid services. <laughs> I can supply you with all the stupid you need. I think you probably can. <laughs> what have you been playing? Yep. Games. Rob, do you want to go first? or I'm, I'm I, want, I kind of want to hear years. about um, what I've seen Zach playing on Steam. Because, yep. Because... Because... Stardew Star Star Valley, yeah, yeah. Fucking three things I've been playing on Steam that need talking about. One of them less so. Go on then. So, I, before these other two things came, I was still playing City Skylines, 
I finally got all the achievements that you can theoretically get with a base game, Wee. which then then means I was like, okay, now it's time for mods because mods disable achievements. <laughs> so I was like, okay, yeah. now I've got the achievements out of the way, mod time. So I fucked around with mods, and it's bloody amazing how much difference just fucking with the lane assignments and the junctions can do to your traffic. <laughs> I mean, I sort of expected it to be the mm. case, but I, like, so I loaded up a couple of my old cities with the mods enabled. I was like, okay, where's the traffic fucked in this city? And then I went in there and then I fiddled around and it was like, holy shit, this makes it so much better. Mm. <laughs> it's really difficult and complicated to do all this stuff. Basically, you like you click on a junction to highlight that junction and every individual incoming lane has like a dot on it. And then if you click on those dots, it shows the outgoing lanes and then you can draw a line between each of the lanes that you want that lane to be able to go to basically mm. so for each incoming lane you can say this incoming lane can go to this outgoing lane and this outgoing lane but not this one or this one and then you can do that for each individual lane on every direction that you can come into that junction <laughs> and it gets quite messy because it's just like here's a tangle of lines that are all <laughs> coming into every direction mm. but you know it works you can be like this lane can only turn left you're defining it- all possibilities I suppose and it also fi- you can also use it to sort of fix another problem where the way the AI changes lanes, where they'll only do it like very close to the junction that they're about to... Oh, right. Can you do lane assignments on a straight? Or it's, I think it's just the way... That you, you don't realise until you see it in this mod, but I think the way the game works is sometimes on long, straight bits of road or on curves, it creates like a non-junction at some point along it like it's just like a certain length of road there's just a junction that links those two bits of road but it's straight it's straight okay yeah so if you go into the if you click on that and highlight that junction you can basically assign each of the lanes to go straight across and then that forces people not to use that point of the road to change lane like they normally would mm. so you can basically make people have to commit to their lane a lot further away from a junction by going back or a lot later the, or a lot later yeah yeah and and then also due to that, if you've assigned lanes at one junction and you've assigned lanes at the next junction, that means people at the first junction have to commit to whatever lane they're also going to use at the second junction because there's no opportunity for them to change between there. I see. Yeah. So it like it, you're effectively propagating the thing further back up your system, and it makes it even better. Hmm. So like if you want to turn left, you fucking have to be in this lane. Don't be in any of the other lanes. <laughs> Basically, this experiment is proving that if people picked the right lanes on their roads, <laughs> London would be navigable. Maybe. There are still some problems. Like, it gets a bit awkward if you're... You, if you, you, London, driving. It gets a bit awkward if you've got, like, bus routes and stuff. Because it's like, because bus stops are always on the left-hand side of the road... Sure buses always have to go to the left-hand lane mm. and then if there's a junction immediately after a bus stop and the bus is in the left-hand lane it has to be able to go to where the next bus stop is or otherwise it has to take a ridiculous detour in order to get to a lane where it can turn the right direction you need to be able to set bus only traffic lanes well you can set bus only lanes and you can one of the other mods i had introduces a bunch of new types of road and one of them has bus lanes <laughs> so you can actually have separated bus lanes but then, then of course, there's another mod which I didn't install that actually lets you fuck with traffic lights, where you can set like specific timings. No, oh, wow! So you can have like your traffic lights cascade or whatever in the right mm. order. 
but I didn't until that one because but once I'd finished fucking around with my lane assignments, I was like, well, now obviously I need the traffic light assignments because the way the game handles traffic lights by default is dumb. Once you've solved the lane problem, you look at the traffic lights and it's like, that's dumb. Basically, when you're at a crossroads, I don't know even why it does this, but when you're at a crossroads and you've assigned the lanes, I think it's because it's non-default lane assignment or something. Mm. But like, it, the two late, the two roads opposite each other go green at the same time. Sure. So yeah, that seems normal. Well, no, because then people trying to turn across, they're trying to turn across each other's lane. Yeah. Which is semi-normal. I mean, yeah. there are junctions that do that in real life with traffic lights, no, except no. normally they have a turn traffic light. If like, you're lucky. Like on the Bromford Road or whatever, yeah. where there's that, you know, get in the middle lane and then you wait for that specific traffic light to go green. But in this case, it's just like they just mash and then jiggle for each other eventually. But it just <laughs> makes it really slow. It's just like, surely it'd be better to be able to sign the traffic lights and say like, only right turns <laughs> or whatever. So yeah, you could do even more. But just having lane assignments helps a lot. It also makes the game run slower, you know. Right. Because it's having to do all this extra... Extra logic, you know. <laughs> extra calculations. It's a f- nice little tool to mess around with. Mess with all those junctions. Try to make sure you don't accidentally screw it up and make it so people can't go somewhere. Because <laughs> <laughs> as we talked about at the time when we were first discussing it, like, it's well easy to fuck it up if you do it wrong. Mm. It's like, oh, now no one can drive down this road. Whoops. <laughs> Or what would actually just happen in real life? Everyone would crash. <laughs> Probably. So I did that. Lots of horn action. <laughs> honk, honk, honk. Prophecy. Honk, honk, give gas. Me the, give me the, yeah, gas break honk. <laughs> gas, gas, gas. <laughs> so uh, there's that. That was City Skylines. Then the second thing that I've been playing, which is still not the thing that Dan was interested in. Someone... Someone. Someone. Is the name of the game? A certain someone. That could be a good name for a game, actually. Wanted... Someone. <laughs> probably already exists. <laughs> probably on Xbox Indie. Yeah. Wanted to play Korea. What? what? Which is... Is so, like some letters missing from that? <laughs> well, yes, because it's basically short for creation, isn't it? Obviously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or creative, possibly. Yeah. Basically, it's an early access game. And it feels like it. I've been playing some early access games lately that don't feel like it, but this one does. Okay. <laughs> you can tell. It's not done. But it's basically 90% Terraria and 10% unfinished. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah, it's essentially a Terraria clone. Uh, what's different about it is that your character levels up. So it's not quite so much a tight to just equipment like Terraria is. Mm. You actually have stats and stuff, and you can choose what to level up. Right. So you can spec yourself in certain ways. And the construction is a little bit more freeform. Like, it's still, when you're building structures, it's still on a tile based system like Terraria. But like, furniture isn't locked to the grid, so you can just place it freely within rooms. So you can be a bit more jam everything in there if you want. You're not quite so limited by exact squares. And then the other thing it has to do with the like leveling up your character is doing things in the game levels up skill trees. So like there's a skill tree for exploring, there's a skill tree for crafting, there's a skill tree for Modding melee and magic. So, you know, 
you do those things and it level, you get skill points in those trees and then you can unlock skills on those trees. The trouble with that system is that like it's just not balanced well or at all or I don't know. I was trying to think of ways they could fix it. The thing is like you gain these skill points and you level up in a skill in one of these skill trees. Mm-hmm. But when you level up in these skill trees, it unlocks some more skills that you can unlock. But 90% of the time, the amount of points you've acquired to reach that level just lets you unlock everything immediately that you can at that level. Uh, right. <laughs> it's like it's not balanced to make it a choice. It's just like, oh, I've got to this level, so why even do I have these skill points to spend when I can just get them all? <laughs> it's very rarely that like the number of points you have is not enough to just unlock everything immediately as soon as you can. So, I don't know. It's fine. I guess it's buggy is the main problem. Right. The sound engine is fucked. <laughs> like sometimes it just stops working. I'm good. Or well, sometimes just the sound effects stop working. The music keeps playing, mm, just right. the sound effects, and then like occasionally sound effects will come back for a few seconds, and then they'll be coming. And it's like what the fuck. And also, we had problems with like the server update for like blocks wasn't working very well initially. Uh, so it's. So it's online, like, like, but normally? Well, it's host, it's, you know, peer-to-peer or whatever, yeah, right. hosted. But, like, you know, block updates weren't working, so it's like one person would mine them and then the other person wouldn't see them disappearing, which is a problem. Uh, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty crucial. Yeah, so we fucked around with it and tried to be Has it got anything, like, has it got a thing, you know, has it got a thing to make it stand out? Well, like, we, the trouble is I feel like we maybe still haven't got to the thing that makes it different, because so far it's like, you know, it's mostly been like Terraria, except you're, because of the way you level up, it's a lot more limited in, like, where you can go. Like, yeah. as, soon as, you, as soon as you start travelling sideways across the world out from your base, the enemies get so high level that you can't right, go yeah. much further. But I feel, I think, I think one of the things that might be different is that I think there's meant to be some elements of tower defense at some point, and I don't think we've hit that yet. All oh, right, they come for you. Yeah, like the like you could because monsters have spawners and you can destroy them, and they you know, they the spawners occasionally spawn, I guess. <laughs> okay, <laughs> around the world, so you can ha- like harvest monsters, I guess, to some extent. So I think there might be you know some elements of tower defense at some point, and then there's also like. Uh, crystals that you can teleport between for like fast travel. So, part partially like your expansion into the world is also assisted by those crystals. So like you don't always have to travel the entire like back to where you were. If you find one of these crystals, you can set up a forward base or whatever. I guess. So skills, tower defense, and fast travel are the only hooks it has over Terraria. Yeah, it seems like it. The combat is really quite clunky, mm. and also another thing that might be not finished. It's like it doesn't feel very good because there's like there's not really any hit noises for either you or the enemy, right? Yeah. And there's not really any knockback or anything. It's really very early then. Yeah, yeah it seems like it. We'll see. Well, we hope. I yeah, guess. exactly. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Uh, and then the last thing I've been playing, which Dan was interested in, apparently, <laughs> Stardew Valley. Everyone was interested, in, apparently. There's more. Of the... <laughs> yeah, what's going on with yeah. this? I know nothing. I know absolutely nothing about this. It's basically Harvest Moon. Harvest Moon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. On PC. So, you know, if you've always wanted to play Harvest Moon, but you don't have a SNES. <laughs> 
I guess they probably did some handheld ones at some point. Hey, either Harvest Mood game on the Wii. Yes, technically. I didn't take to it. No. Well, I only tried to play Harvest Mood one time. I tried to play the GBA one, and I bounced right off that. Mm. Although I think that might, you know, the GBA might not have been the ideal. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. System. RPGs on a handheld, right? You used to do that all the time. Yeah, but Harvest Moon isn't exactly an RPG, really. Not quite, yeah. <coughs> so, how are you finding it? Isn't it just one guy made it or whatever? Well, yeah, apparently. But, you know, I'm not necessarily that surprised about one guy making it. One guy has made some more ridiculous games than that. Yeah, <laughs> certainly. that's for sure. But yeah, so yeah, it's never. It's always you know, it's always worth noting every now and then. I guess you know, if it's if it's good. I mean, it does seem to have a fairly ridiculous amount of content, although it's kind of hard to tell because it's like I can't get a feel for how much there is there because the stuff will just like randomly start happening. But it's not like there's a you go to a place and there's a cutscene and it's like oh look at this thing. And then you can't do anything with it yet. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, there's a cutscene where there's these kids and they're looking into a sewer grate and there's something moving down there and they want to go inside and investigate, but they can't because it's locked. And then it's like, well, this guy has the key. And then it's like, I also can't get the key off this guy, so I guess that whole thing was pointless. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go in there at some point, obviously, because it's a thing to do. It might come up on some other day naturally, or you may have to find a thing that's... Yeah, or there may be some other requirements to get this guy to... Yeah. talk about the sewer <laughs> these things always were like you know my understanding of harvest moon games like well, they, they always were a fairly slow burn well yes there's a lot of busy, I mean, work, busy work to be done and then... i think the thing about this game is that i mean people have been complaining about how it doesn't really direct you enough but i think that's probably okay because generally speaking there's just like so many different things you could be doing it doesn't matter what you do it's like you could farm or you could fish and you'll still get money. <laughs> oh, right. So you have a little bit of choice, I guess. Yeah. You could you could spend your day farming. Or f- and obviously it's all about energy management. It's like you have a certain amount of work you can do during one day. Okay, yeah. So it's like if you're farming, you have to spend a certain amount of energy going around and watering all your crops because... Is that, is that sort of like how it, how, is that how it models like time passing effectively? Well, no, there's time passing as well. Oh, right. Which then... The time passing more factors into the relationships aspect of like making friends with all the people in town and stuff. Right. Because they all have their daily schedule. It's like if you don't. There was this, there's this one fucking guy who's like, I guess he's the emo nerd right. <laughs> trope, I suppose. Quite a guy. Yeah. He, he spends most of his time fucking locked in his room. And so when you get a mission from him and he's like, bring me this whatever in two days, it's like. I'm going to have to stand outside your house for the entire two days just to catch the one time where you happen to be walking outside. Because <laughs> you're never fucking out of your room. <laughs> and you can't just slip wow. in home under the door. Yeah, I'm just like, I just want to knock on your door. It's like, getting your room. It's like trying to quest, get a quest from you, Zach. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> How are you supposed to get to you? Except like, you just knock on my door. <laughs> that would work. I guess you can't do that. This, no. In this game, it's like if you go up to the door of someone's bedroom and you're not friendly enough with them, it's like you can't go into their bedroom unless you're friends with them. And it's like, well, I I could be friends with them if I could ever speak to them. Because <laughs> yeah. they're in their room. <laughs> but, you know, that's the whole problem with this. It's like you have to like vaguely try and 
as you're wandering around town doing other things, you have to be like, oh, look, that guy goes and stands near the river on Thursdays. <laughs> I'll have to remember that for the future if I ever need to see that guy. <laughs> hmm. he got, what business does he have at the river on Thursdays? <laughs> well, like some shady deal. Well, that guy, that guy I'm talking about specifically, like the guy who stays in his room that you make kid most of the time, on weekends he tends to go to the other kid's house down the other end of town and they... They spend a few hours standing outside smoking and playing Game Boy. Do they not go to school? Not that age. The smaller kids go to a, a sort of school, except it's not a school because there's no school. Tutor <laughs> right. or whatever you call it. Tutorage. So yeah, you're going around managing the. Basically, you have the you have the farming part of the game that uses your energy, and then the social part of the game is for when you've run out of energy and you just <laughs> just to fill up the rest of the time of the day. Except not really, because you have to do the socialising bit in the middle of the day. Farming at the start, farming at the end, socialising yeah, in the middle. <laughs> okay. How long is a day then? In real time, it's about 15 minutes, I guess. Right, cool. Ish. I mean, you can pause if you go into the menu, so if you need to stop and think, which I often do. Or like at the start of the day, you get up and you pause and then you think, okay, what do I need to achieve today in a very annoying, like... Lifelike way, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> like, always too realistic way, yeah. Except it's like in this in in this game instead of real life, it's even more restrictive than real life in some ways. Because <laughs> like this shop only opens between these hours, and in game in real time, that's like two minutes. <laughs> I have to be at this specific place at this specific time, and it takes me like five minutes to walk to walk to it. So I have to make sure I'm exactly there when the door opens, and I can go in and do my thing, <laughs> and then get to this other place I have to go to. Oh my goodness! It's even more restrictive than actual life. But yeah, mainly farming. That's you know the whole goal. But you how, farm how how complex does the farming get though? Is it got like Sim farm levels of like I need a fallow year for my crops and shit. And <laughs> I'm not sure it does. Do but I just have a spade in this today. Yeah, it's like I again. It's another thing where I'm like I'm not sure where it goes exactly because it's like I've unlocked the ability to make sprinklers, so I don't have to water every goddamn square, <laughs> which you know takes a lot of time and energy. Mm. You're obsessed but... with sprinklers in games. You're modding them into <laughs> games and shit. Anyway, it's important. Yeah. But like, these sprinklers only affect the eight tiles around them, which is basically nothing. It's like the actual resource requirement to make these sprinklers is way more than it seems like they're worth for the amount of tiles they cover. So I'm like, where? when do I get the good sprinklers? <laughs> when do I get the hella good sprinklers? Way better sprinklers. Because in reality, you have this massive area of land that you can build a farm in, and my farm is this, like less than a quarter of it <laughs> in the top corner, and that's all I can manage by myself at the moment. And I'm like, when do I get all the good shit that makes this much more manageable? When do I get big sprinklers? When do I get auto harvesting or something, or combine harvester or something? I don't know. Robot harvesting. Yeah, robot harvesting. <laughs> Anything. Because it's like... I. That's why it seems weird because you have all this land and I'm not using any of it. And I'm like, so when am I going to use it? <laughs> it's there for a reason. You have all this space for a reason. Cows. Well, yes, there are animals and they presumably take, I've only got chickens so far and I've jammed them in a tiny ass like pen and they seem happy enough. So I'm like, obviously cows are going to take up more, I suppose, but I don't really know. 
So yeah, farming. Wild pizzas. <laughs> you need to make a pizza farm. And there's actual like combat and stuff. Free range pizza. You can go into a mine shaft and fight things. Really it's fairly simple combat. Fairly simple. Like you just slash at things. Why'd they put and that it's in there? Semi randomly generated. Well, because Harvest Moon actually sort of had some of that. Yep, it did. Like it had cave systems and things that involved a little bit of this. Yeah, True. it's basically the same. And the fish, fishing mini game is a decent fishing mini game, which is nice. That's always nice. As as far fish as on. as far as mini games go, no, it's just hit. No, <laughs> it's got to be better than Sonic Adventure. Yes. <laughs> But, it's, but it doesn't have all the sacks. Like, no, it doesn't have a dramatic fish catching song. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta catch that frog. <laughs> Luckily, it's it's just like it's really the only mini game there is. It's like there's no particular skill elements to farming or going through the cave. I guess you could say there's some skill elements to that, but the mini game of fishing is like the only real one. And it's a decent implementation of a fishing mini game. And also, it's kind of nice that, like, it's so it's it's good enough that you can tell what kind of fish you're about to catch just by the way that it's moving around. Mm. Like, you can be oh, like, that's a pike because it's jiggling up and down a lot, <laughs> which is irrelevant but nice. Yeah, it's a little bit of detail there. <laughs> so yeah, that game is. The thing about it is that it's because it's so slow paced and you don't know, or I don't know, what the progression actually is going towards, like where the endpoints of any of this stuff is. There's still bits of the map that I haven't unlocked. That much is clear. There's like a crater and there's a desert. And I think you can repair a bus to go somewhere at some point. And there's a train that goes through town occasionally for apparently no reason. But I haven't worked out what to do with that. So I'm like, well, yeah, maybe. (laughs) So there's all that to do. There's really the only main overarching goal is like rebuild the community center, which you do by collecting specific resources. Where it's like, oh, farm each of the different crops in summer, or farm each of the different crops in spring. Because of course it falls to a farmer to do construction. Well, you're not really doing the construction. These <laughs> invisible monsters. <doing> construction. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> but yeah, so it's really slow paced. I've only made it to autumn of year one. It's just about to be winter. And one of the things on my farm is like, your farm was given to you by your dying granddad. Or, right. you know, you inherit, right. you inherit it. I never asked for this. No. Well, you sort of did. But, <laughs> <laughs> but then in the back corner of the farm, there's just did a... Did you kill your granddad? No. <laughs> I need your inheritance. Bad. Die already. In the back of the farm, there's just like a random altar or tombstone or something and you go up to it and it's like there's a note for your granddad that says wait for my return in three years I'm like that's okay ghosts I guess <laughs> what's he going to say in three years who knows judging your farming well, is you'll come back and be all like that's right. it seems three years is approximately like when stuff gets serious but three years that's quite a long time not even in year two yet not even double year one how many days are there in a year uh, there's 28 days per month per season. Oh, right. So it's like per season, yeah. Oh, month per season. season. So there's four, four, four seasons. Four months. 28 year, days, basically. Yes. Yeah, that's still wow. ages. If that's, every day is 15 lot, minutes. Yeah. And even that many days doesn't seem seem like enough because it's like every other day is someone's fucking birthday. 
<laughs> so you better be remembering and giving them a goddamn gift. Otherwise they get pissed off. Well, I don't think they get pissed off if you forget, but if you're not exploiting the maximum amount of friendship you can get per day, you know. <laughs> Brilliant. It's <laughs> a game about efficiency, even yeah. in relationships. Fair enough. Friendship Exploiter 2016. And of course, you have to choo- choose one of these single people that you're obviously going to marry at some point. You may hit on them as much as possible, obviously. <laughs> Did, do you get like the fishing minigame up here when you're doing this and it no. just goes, hit! <laughs> but that's where I really suck at this game, really, is like, I'm not sure if... Hitting on people. <laughs> well, I'm not sure <laughs> that's if... That's where I was going with that. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's just not <laughs> deliberately not giving you much information or whether I should be trying to like look if I go into someone's house and I look at the things in their house sometimes it gives you clues like oh look, clearly the two girls who live in this house love cupcakes because there's fucking cupcakes all over the place <laughs> or you just look at the fridge and it's like oh there's shit ton of cupcakes so it's like maybe I should give these people cupcakes <laughs> sometimes it's I think I think they've got uh, quite a few already you think they might be disappointed in the fact that yeah. they just get more cupcakes yeah what are we going to do with all these bloody cupcakes but I mean there have been a couple of times where y- you get the tiniest amount of information and then you just have to latch onto it like the mayor said he likes blueberries so I'm just like every Muffins. every time I can give you a blueberry have a fucking blueberry <laughs> I've kept this massive reserve of blueberries so I can just get friends with the mayor with just the by mayor. giving him a blueberry every time I see him <laughs> Is it working? Hey, blueberry. It's working, yes. And then, like, the one, the only other case of that I've seen is, like, this This is one girl who likes gemstones and cauliflower cheese. And, well, I can't... <laughs> Together? No, not together. <laughs> I can manage gemstones, but I don't have a kitchen in my house yet, so Ooh. I can't make cauliflower cheese. Man, I really fucking loved the sapphire in that in that mac and, mac and cheese or cauliflower cheese. Yep. I mean, it really added a bit of colour. Yep. I thought it was blue cheese at first, and it turned, turned my nose right up. But no, when I when I, when I bit into it and thought, "Oh, expensive," that, that's what that really did it for me. Yeah, it's like that's the kind of thing that and I bought dental practice, <laughs> dental plan. <laughs> that's the what sort of thing where I'm braces? just like, you get such small amounts of information. You just latch onto being. You basically just like have one or two people that you know enough about to even attempt to become friends with. But that's probably okay because you probably don't have enough time to manage more than that once. <laughs> so you may as well focus on like just a couple of people. Wow, it's like real life. <laughs> yeah, it's scary. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm booked in with Sarah today. I can't, yeah. can't deal. Can't deal with you, needy Jim. Although, in terms of birthday presents, I've discovered <laughs> yeah. that almost all the dudes like like jam, and almost all the women just like flowers well enough if you give them on their birthday. Well, that's probably <laughs> so, true. <laughs> I wouldn't mind yeah, jam. Most girls like flowers on on their birthday. I'm making I'm making pe- like hot pepper jam. I, it's not really a jam at that point, <laughs> I guess. It's just classes of jam. You get like chili jams. Yeah, I suppose. Hot pepper jam. That's my choice. Oh yeah, that was my other bit of bitching I didn't get around to do. What's that? I've pretty much proven I can't eat chili anymore. Okay. Bad stuff happens. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to even talk about it. Yeah. I think we can all imagine. I know, but it's just like I quite like chili. <laughs> but you don't, apparently. But, but the, rest, <laughs> the rest of me doesn't. Your physical form does not like uh, it. Yeah, hot food is out. No hot curries. So when do you go to stop putting that hot sauce on everything, then? 
Well, you have. Okay, good. Yeah. There's a lot of it left, which kind of sucks. <laughs> uh, maybe I just OD'd on hot sauce. Yeah. You got an inverse tolerance. Yeah. <laughs> you had a tolerance and then you wore it away. I wore it away with uh, Goose Brand Shuriraka hot sauce. <laughs> so that's more or less what I played. Oh, and Rocket League, obviously. Oh, of course. We've been continuing to play that. I'm feeling more confident about... I think we're getting better. I'm feeling more confident about the fact that I'm about to rank up to Master. <laughs> hey. I think I might be nearly at a point where I'd say I'm almost skilled enough to be class as Master. I think we're getting tactically better. I still still can't get the grips of flying properly. I just never feel like I move quickly no, enough. I've been continuing to watch you and Kippers do it, and it's like, you, you, it's interesting that you're, you're both trying to do it, but you have two completely different problems. <laughs> You uh, you just don't get virtually any speed. You yeah. just like hang in the air. Yeah, I don't and know. And just goes under everything because he he gets forward momentum but not upwards momentum. Oh yeah, I know. I have that too. If I'm going for something like midfield or whatever. Well, no, but like Kimmers doesn't try to control it as well. Oh yeah, he just he, he sets a direction and goes. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> stop and then try and jump in a thing. He just he uses it as a continuation of his jump arc. Yeah, <laughs> which yeah, is sometimes I effective. I don't know. I just don't know how to get that. I'm trying to save a height or you know hit a shot that's going way over my head or whatever. I just don't see if I get enough power to go high. I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, it never seems quick enough. <laughs> well, it's like I think it's still a case with both of you. Is like it's still you're not predicting stuff early enough still. Well, it's because everyone always intercepts it whenever I try it. Like, if I, but that's I, because you haven't predicted it early. But, but, but that has taught me to wait, like, and just sort of go right. They're going to knock that. Therefore, I'll get in position. Well, I mean, to get, in some to get cases, the that's like when you're when you're in their half of the field and you're basically waiting for them to do a clearance. That's fine because that's you know that's the tactic. Yeah. You wait for them to all commit to doing a clearance, then you recenter it and just tap it in when no one's there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know, to some extent. You have to commit to flying ridiculously early, which is why sometimes it goes horribly wrong. <laughs> you have to be charging from miles across the pit because wee, like I do sometimes. Uh, yeah, that's my problem. Whenever I do that, it goes wrong. <laughs> well, that's how so it's taught me not to do it. It's like that's because like you're not getting the aim necessarily as much as the timing. If you could guarantee, it's always vertical. It's always vertical. Could... Horizontal's not the problem. It's always a vertical problem. If you could guarantee you were going to hit the ball, then it would only be a timing problem. But you're still in the range of having to deal with both the aim and the timing. Yep. I'm not quite sure. I'd... But I just that's the thing. I don't know what. No, I'm doing exactly. Wrong. By the time I've actually managed to line up the horizontal. Like, you know, I've swung round and I'm going and I'm facing in the right direction and I immediately jump at that point and then immediately fire the boost. That is always too slow. And it's like, I do not know how to do that faster. Yeah. I, I just don't. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm watching other people and they just always happen to just be in the spot where the ball is before I've even hit the ball. And it's like, oh, why did it go straight at that guy? Like, kind of thing. It's like... like have magic before I've hit the ball prediction and it's like how did, I, I don't understand <laughs> well that's what I do nowadays isn't it when you're doing blocking 
you're like you're jumping at where the ball's going to be because you know that someone's about to hit to it. To extent, there. but not over like the range of like half the pitch or something. You're like, there's way too many angles, but well, it always seems to go rare. right at them. And it's like, God damn it, I'm not trying to hit it that way. How are they there already? And also, I think the other problem we have still, all of us, is we're, we're still not good enough at making clearances go far, not into the middle of the pitch. <laughs> yeah. Anywhere except the middle of the pitch. Yeah, something always happens with that. I'm not quite sure how that keeps happening exactly. Well, and that's not always true because most of the time we're just trying to get stuck in there because someone's even missed the ball, which doesn't help. Yeah. Someone. Someone. And, Any of us. And then, you know, we're charging him because we. We don't communicate enough to say, like, my big problem is, like, I don't know if you're coming for it, so I'm just going to get in the way of it. Well, a lot of the time like... with that is that there's just, the lag is going to make that impossible. By the time you've said you're coming for it, you've already had to commit to coming for it, and the other person has already had to commit to doing whatever they're doing. It's not true at all times. <laughs> it's, well, when it gets towards, like, halfway, maybe, but when you're, like, in the corners, that's probably no, too even, short a range. Even, even then, I think there's enough to pull off. If, you're so, if, if you say it the moment you start, That'll be fine. Yeah, but anyway, but yeah, getting getting shit out of the getting shit out of the corners seems to be one of our problems as well. We have a lot, we spend a lot of time jiggling around in the corner. Because <laughs> someone miss, like what what tends to happen is Kips will miss it, <laughs> not intentionally, no. I and mean, it doesn't happen all the time. But I'm just using it as an example. Yeah, like Kips will miss it, and then he'll turn around and try and hit it again rather than perhaps driving away and coming in again. Yeah. Uh, and then when, when once that's happened, he's probably nudged it so I've missed it. Yeah. And then... <laughs> it's a chain of tiny hits. Yeah. Well, that's the problem. No good solid connections, just a lot of jiggling it around. But I, I don't know if... Because I'm sure you've noticed that what I tend to do even when I'm coming back to defend is I just do an insane loop like to the opposite side of the pitch and pick up the big boost. I see you do that. That does screw us up as much as it helps, though. Like, often, like, the other times, where were you? And so I was getting boosted. It's like, like mm, well, right, no, I'm not. Yeah. I'm very rarely getting boosted. It goes in the fucking goal. Mm. <laughs> that happens like one in a hundred times. Reasonable. It's uh, admittedly the last couple of times we've played, it's been better, but there has been a little history of that. Sometimes. But it's just like if I'm looking at you two in the corner and you're just like tapping it around. I'm like, okay, I've got enough time to do a big loop, and then I'll come in fast. In the, I, mean, I don't know if it's in the corner. It's like, yeah, you either come in doing a loop. I don't, mm, yeah, I don't. That sounds wrong to me. I mean, it's just because of the, when I'm doing that, it's because I'm coming back from miles up the pitch anyway, <laughs> and I'm just trying to maintain speed as much as possible whilst also vaguely giving back. It's like it's a timing element where it's like, how long do I think I have until I actually have to get involved with this? Is it enough time to loop to the boost? Actually, I'm thinking about it. I think I'm getting it the wrong way around. I think it's not your defensive way of doing that that's the problem. You tend to do that also when an offense comes up. Like, it's like, oh, there's an opening. Oh, no, Zach's halfway down the pitch boost. <laughs> like, damn it. <laughs> well, but I, I think we did worse with that the last time we played because I, did, I didn't seem to be going out that much, which is weird. I don't know if that was just like... Oh, I was in goal most of last night. Well, it <laughs> seemed like it. I, I don't... Like... I guess we must have just been half and half. But I, I didn't feel like I was making as much ridiculous pushes as I usually do. Yeah, we didn't have your break special. Did yeah, <laughs> that didn't that didn't seem to happen. Don't know why. Yeah, and I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't think when the straight shots came up, whatever you were behind them, if you know what I mean. Like when the opportunity to hit that sort of shot came up. Well, yeah, I mean, I got a couple of them, I suppose. Yeah, 
great specialist. Anyway, Rocket League. Yeah. Still, still great. Even I, I, I came around to your thinking that the Batman boost was quite annoying. Yeah, right? it really <laughs> is. Now, was... the Bat, now the Batmobile is in the game, like the new Batmobile from Batman and Superman. Yeah, it's yeah the boost noise that makes like whoop, whoop. it's like it's just doing it all the time. And it's extremely annoying when you're playing with an entire team. Of... Yeah, a team that's all Batmobiles and they all go. Whoop, whoop. That was funny when I when because I was playing when that update happened. And it said, you know, like version mismatch. So I went oh, right, out, yeah. installed the update, and went back in. And then there was just like every game, I'm the only person who doesn't have the Batman <laughs> on both <laughs> <No>. teams. <laughs> oh man, that's pretty bad. So that was hilarious. All Batman reviews, all the time. And we're running hell along. Of course we are. Um, Does anyone else have shit to talk about? Oh, yeah, I've got Yeah, you do. Uh, entire section, yeah. Yeah, let me try and I'll, I'll rattle for it quickly. Um, I did go back to hand of fate in the end, <laughs> having saying I didn't think I was going to, but I fancied something on the Xbox and instead of playing Halo, which I probably could play now, like February's probably over. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I mean, we're like 13th of March, February's probably over. Probably. <laughs> Seems like it. Um, so I could probably try and re-rank again on that. Um, but I ended up playing hand of fate some more and, uh, oh, that, like, like I, I don't think my opinion has particularly changed in that, I get drawn in by the card work and the game that's there on that side and then get endlessly frustrated by the combat section yeah. just being so mismatched. And just, I don't know, you saw me play it a bit earlier and that's the hardest it's been. Like, where it's just like, you're surrounded by people and there seems to be way too many, like, oh, certain enemy combinations or too many of them. Things happen that you just can't deal with all at once. It's like... um an enemy will get the red indicator on the head that means they're going to attack and you can't counter this, so get out of the way. Um, at the same time as a green counter icon will come up from someone, or the, or worse, the green counter will come up and the red attack will come in and hit you whilst you're countering, and it's like, ah, like, I just can't deal with the, all this stuff happening at once. Like, there's times where there's just like multiple projectiles coming at you, or you'll get people with like um, blunderbusses. Uh, at one point in the game, which obviously you can't reflect with your shield, right. um, whilst you're being shot at by people with, uh, like, the, or the, the lizard men fire fireballs, or, like, the rat men will throw several daggers at you at once. And, you, uh, while, and if that, any of that happens whilst you're countering, and you might not have the time to make a decision between whether you're countering or running away, oh, man, it's just a... Mm. When it gets bad, it's real bad. And like the harder versions of the trap stages are just dumb. Like they, they're glitchy and odd. And well, it really seems like the camera you don't have the main problem. <laughs> yeah, the camera is terrible during those. And well, you just don't have enough finesse in your movement to do some of it. Like, oh, I, I, you can see it's like, oh, I should really feather my way through this line of traps. It's like, nope, it's just easy to barrel all over them and hope for the best. <laughs> yeah. Roll invincibility is the way you. Mostly, there's like then that in itself has become a problem. With some of the larger enemy types, you can roll and push them with your roll. You don't roll past them; you'll just push them. So if like go into a red attack and you're trying to get out of the way of it, and you're like uh, you do your uh, you do your roll to get out of the way or get, get past them because they're going to do some sort of widespread attack in front of them, you could just actually just roll into their face and push them back and then take all of the attack in your face. It's like ah, and. I really wish that game was just a little bit better because the card stuff has it got its hooks in me, damn it. I spent two hours today just doing one trying to get one of the last levels down 
Mm. Um, the 12th of 13, as it turns out. Um, it, yeah, it, it, and it got me. But I was always screwed up by like some ridiculous difficulty spike in the combat. Actually, the 12th level is just a bastard. Like, hurts you every four steps. Like, with permanent injuries half the time. God damn it. Uh, so, yeah, I really want to like that game, but just, mm, yeah, I'm not there. Like it, I sort of like it. Uh, and any other two things I suppose are worth mentioning are uh, DS stuff. Oh, yeah, of course. And um, you have one. Yeah. Um, so I've been playing New Super Mario Brothers 2. Because you don't need to play any of the other ones because it's the same. It. It is kind of the same. It is a new Super Mario Brothers game. You know, it fits the mold completely. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, right? It plays. <laughs> it's not a bad thing when you've only got one. Well, you know, it, I've got the Even Wii one. I've got the Wii yeah. U one, right? Um, and it's, it's one of those games. It plays like a Mario game. And it plays well. The levels, um, you know, do that thing where they try and be. They try not to repeat ideas, although even coming off the back of the Wii U one, the pro- a bit of the problem is, is like, oh, right, so yeah, some of the ideas you had in the Wii U one, you're using in one stage on the yeah, 3DS one. Sure. So there's a little bit of like, oh, I remember this. Let's do that there. But it's a, it's, it's a little different because it's got different, um, it's got the raccoon tail in this one, which I don't think Wii U version had. Um, the Wii U one had the squirrel suit, right? Yeah. That Essentially was, that was, the same thing. Really. It's, it's sort of the same, <laughs> yeah. Just slightly less of the flying mechanics I think yeah. yeah all the flying mechanics work subtly different um yeah and obviously it doesn't make the best use of the 3D like the 3D is utterly pointless but it looks good but the quality of 3D is good um but yeah it's a, it's a good Mario game like you know I'm sort of enjoying it like as a, I'm not quite sure I get why it's got that million coin focus no like why why does it want me to collect a million coins I've got like 10,000 so far Apparently it's um, pointless as well. So. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really get what that's about. Like, there's plenty of ways on the levels of you know finding bits where it's just like, no, you're gonna get a ton of coins if you do this. Yeah. Um. So, like, my life cap count has already gone crazy high, and I think but it caps I'm, out at nine hundred and ninety nine. That was the like that was one of the reasons why that whole thing was super dumb because like they made the thing about getting a million coins it's just like so you still have this dumb life system where you still get one every hundred why would you do that yeah just take the life system out at that point if you're going to make people get an exceptionally large round you never really get bored of they could have just had that noise for every hundred coins you get but not even your life just no, you something your life. else uh, just not have lives right lives, yeah. are, lives are totally pointless in Mario now the act of dying isn't, but the act of lives are. Yep, exactly. Um, uh, yeah, it's good. I'm enjoying it. Um, I, I would say it's like it's perhaps it did come before, so it's not the Wii U version, so it's not quite as um, like it does the world map thing where you, like where you're in a grid basically, and you're just moving around the grid, but each world is just basically a straight line, like which I think is similar to how the first one handled. It. Right. Yeah. Um, whereas the Wii U version expanded that out to a sort of more Super Mario World style world map yeah. where you could you know worlds were interconnected and you could move through them all and um you know secrets could do stuff on the map and things like that a little bit more ingeniously uh but it's still good i still enjoy it um yeah we'll continue to play through that uh, and i've also unexpectedly this will be my last thing played <laughs> way more than i probably should have of pokemon picross well you know while it's free 
So, yeah, one is free. You can no longer play it. Yeah, I've pretty much, I mean, I'm not nearly as far as you are in it. You've managed to grind your way through way more of it than I have. But, like, I'm, what is it? You're like area 15, you said, or something. And I'm like area five. And I'm now hitting the wall where it's just like, I can only do training today. Yep. That's how it goes. (laughs) Because, yeah. And gave myself like seven bits of currency, and I need like eighty or ninety to progress. Yeah. So, like, yeah, maybe in like ten days' time, I could actually play some more of it. Um, I mean, I mean, I've done, I've done all the missions I can do as well. Yeah. I've gone through all the all the stages I've got and done them at quick. Done them with the Pokemon I need assigned. Done them with like the problem is like the ones I've got left to do are ones like I, I actually just can't make. Like, oh, assign two fairy Pokemon. It's like I only have one. Yeah, can't exactly. do that. Um, that continues for a long time. Like, oh, unless like I haven't done the password blocks, so presumably I could go online and find out what those passwords yeah, are. You should you should do those because you get some decent Pokemon that okay. make a lot of stuff well easy. Okay, so there's probably <laughs> there's probably some more I can do there, but yeah, I, turns out I kind of like Picross. This is I've never played it before. I didn't know how it worked exactly. Well, I saw, but yeah, saw. Uh, yeah, I quite like it. There's a puzzle formula. It's pretty good. It's pretty cool. Yeah, somewhat addictive. The only reason I got so far in that is because. Because I was playing other games on the 3DS at the same time, it was just like every time I turned it on, it was like I can just do the training. That takes like 30 seconds, and I, I can do the thing I'm actually doing. I think in a weird way, that's kind of the hook, right? Because it's the free-to-play model, and it's got like, oh, I need to do this today, otherwise, like I'll miss my training opportunity, right? Like, I keep coming back to it, and, I keep but, uh, doing it well, and, and it's... it's because it's like a thing that only takes like two minutes. Yeah, it doesn't take very long. Yeah. So, you, and and obviously the whole reason you're turning on your 3DS is to do something else anyway. So you might as well spend this two minutes while you're at the menu where you can just hit that other icon instead. Yeah. <laughs> and because you can just home out and close it and it doesn't take any time to relaunch the application. It's like it's it's the free-to-play model, but it's like <laughs> you don't care about the free-to-play model in the game it's in because it's sub- you're substituting playing that game with a completely different game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So here's the, the, I mean, the weird thing is, like, okay, the only problem, I guess, is if I were, well, wanted to go deep into this and just, like, rattle my way through all of the, all of it, you probably need to spend about £30 in its, like, pick right store yeah. to to just basically unlock the game. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, you end up with, like, infinite money, effectively, uh, past a certain point, which is great, because it means there's a ceiling, right? Yeah. It's a good way of doing free-to-play in the sense that, it, we we you know we think this game like they're basically saying we think this game is worth thirty quid. If you spend that much, you get the entirety of the game. Yeah, but you can spend up to that point until where you're happy. I guess. Yeah, you know, I, it's a it's. I think they've done the model quite well, except for there are six other Picross games available in the Nintendo Store, which have hundreds of puzzles in them, and they're like six pounds each. They're probably not as good. Well, they're basically Picross, but they just don't have the Pokemon abilities. That's it's, it's all. It, it, they're just puzzles, um, which I'm not entirely sure I have a problem with. No, like, but probably. you know, sometimes the starting point the Pokemon give you is nice. Like, reveal a few squares, so it's like, all right, okay, I can, I've got a decent start. I mean, not that those games don't necessarily have something like that. We just don't know. We just don't know. No. And also, there's the that this weird second world in Pokemon with the like large oh, squares. Um, yeah, no, yeah but the Mega Mega Picross isn't new. That's that's well, no. I'm that's sure been that's new, been in these other Picross games. It exists in Pokemon as well yeah. as a thing to do that I presumably is quite large. Well it's like and it's like three hundred Picross to just get started. Yes, don't bother with that. Yeah. 
But really, not a lot of the worlds themselves are cheap, like yeah, or cheaper, cheaper. Really, obviously, you know the thing that all these Picross games have missed is why is there not a Picross 3D on 3DS? For fuck's sake! Yeah, <laughs> Picross 3D seemed like such a cool concept. It's such a shame they only did it once, <laughs> and on a system that could display 3D. <laughs> well, not in real 3D, no, not, not in like yeah, stereo, not literal 3D. Yeah, it was in 3D. 3D. And that's it. That's me. That's been my couple of weeks. I've been doing a lot of work and I'm trying to get back into doing more music for the projects I'm involved with. Well, you're about to have to get back into doing yeah. some music. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so but that's, that's been me. You got anything, Dan? Uh, PC's been broken. Uh, yeah, that has been a pain. But, um, well, I can tell you one thing about Metal Gear, which annoyed me, um, which is really stupid. You know how um just in general like um like like i use whatsapp on my phone for example and there's a one group that that um with ho and um and uh the, that whole circle of friends that just yep. have a group they're constantly posting and you end up with even though i've set it to like i have to set it to like silent mode because otherwise my that particular group because otherwise my phone is buzzing all day <laughs> when i'm trying to work and it's like this is not relevant to me you're talking about uh home furnishings or something i don't know um because <laughs> uh, they're like yeah because they're like middle-aged now basically talking about yeah, yeah. Which that's stuff like, that gets yeah. important yeah yeah exactly <laughs> all that shit and it's like oh for fuck's sake so but then we had a very brief discussion about which tap to get when we replaced it. exactly <laughs> the whole the life of a 30 year old anyway uh but you get a i get a big red um you know little notification thing with like a number on it that says 339 unread messages or whatever you know, on your on your home oh, screen yeah, yeah. or whatever. Anyway, that in general, that whole and you're like, well, I know that's I know that I have unread shit that I need to clear out, but it's probably not that important, so I'll just leave it. You know that whole effect, yeah. basically. Yep. So yep. because when that, the number gets certain certain to a certain size, it's just you're like, just yeah. like, oh, what? Yeah, whatever. I'll get to that later. That happens surprisingly a lot in the Metal Gear interface, like because there's a lot of little yes. badges saying, "Okay, oh, there's yeah, 50 the, billion thingamajigs in this part of the menu that you need to look at at some point." My, and a my lot development of it, tab has always said 99 since. Yeah, the start exactly. Of the game, it just says 99, and it's like you don't need to go into the development tag and clear all those out and like look at all the stuff that's new because you don't need to, right? Okay. Yeah, look at but absolutely li- everything you can see that you could develop ever, not the stuff yeah, that you could develop right now, but yeah. anything you could ever develop. So, like on my iPhone, I just ignored that i i went to the ones i knew were important but i missed a crucial one it turns out so i was like playing the game being annoyed that i couldn't research what i needed to do uh and 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 no matter how many guys i seem to um uh, fulton i never seem to have enough guys or leveled up enough or just the guys the people in general the teams weren't leveled did you up need enough. a specialist or yeah oh well that's what i was wondering so i got the specialist that i knew i needed to get the full the up fulton upgrade which was what i was waiting for and i was getting annoyed and then i found it god damn it there's all these as you probably know there's all these in-game achievements which i had earned but you have to click on them to accept the reward yep Uh, at which point i hit fucking i went to the thing that had a hundred unaccepted rewards hit the button accepted them all suddenly all my teams massively leveled up and i get you get a ton of stuff through that yeah and it was like tons of stuff i've been doing since the start of the game you know all these achievements that i'd 
um, or whatever equivalent that I'd racked up and I hadn't accepted any of them. And the moment I pressed the accept all button, suddenly I could like, I, I got the sneaking suit. I got the, I got all the shit I wanted. You know, I never used the sneaking suit actually. No, no. Right? But for example, I, 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 was I, just I like, preferred the, yeah, I preferred like the camouflage, uh, lack of vision, you know, cause the sneaking yeah. suit doesn't really offer that unless it's night. Oh yeah, that's true. But the, um, um, uh, what does it do? Oh yeah, no, it, no it makes footsteps. You quiet. So that yeah. means you can, you can, if you are crouched, you can walk up to someone at full speed behind them. Yes. I don't notice. Yeah, that, that is, that is which true. Is, but that, which that, is that did I didn't find that nearly as useful as the camo. Like right, it's just like being more invisible. You could, you yeah. could, you could be way closer to them before they'd even see that's you. true like, just, well the other thing i unlocked around. which um which was some kind of arm upgrade that makes your like prone crawling speed like twice as fast or something oh because, wow i did get that yeah because being prone you it's much harder to spot you like yeah um, even yeah and then well not twice as fast but it makes it significantly quicker i found I so know. you yeah, can, I don't know if i got that so you can sneak around completely prone and people can't really see you uh and you oh. can move quite a lot faster um, I remember so, seeing that on my list. Maybe you got a specialist I don't have. Maybe. Anyway, that was a that's an awesome upgrade. That's probably the best one for mm. stealth I've had. Anyway, but uh, yeah. So suddenly, just because I missed something in the UI, um, uh, I didn't have all of this stuff. Because yeah, you'd yeah. think, like, if you earn stuff, it should at least notify you, hey, and now you can unlock this. But no, you have to I'm find not, a I'm certain not 100% area. Stuff. Of the menu, I'm not one hundred percent sure that stuff it. was in the game at launch. I think some of that came later. Like some of that notification stuff, like oh, really? some of the reward stuff. Yeah, well, right. Oh well, okay. But even so, I suddenly had everything that I would wanted to. You know, I expected that I'd have at that point because other people were like, "Oh, I'm I unlock this thing. I got the Riot SMG," and I'm like, "Well, I haven't got all that stuff." Suddenly, I just clicked a button and uh, I I had all the experience. Mm. So that was kind of annoying, but also it means I can. Well, it's like I had to wait most of the game in order to get D Dog's uh, stun knife. Or, right, because it like takes a yeah. you don't get the security team until you get FOBs, and it's like, and then you've got to level up the security team in the same way as like you do your combat guys, but you want your combat guys for the deployment missions. So it's like right. when you put your shitters on the security team, yeah, and then I didn't know there was a stun knife. That's insane. Can you get him to stun people? Yeah, he basically walks. He carries. He carries around like a electro baton instead of a knife. Right, <laughs> like, and he yeah he stuns people. It's awesome. That's insane. That's really good. Okay. D Dog D Dog's the man, so to speak. D Dog is the man now, awesome. He is the man now, dog. <laughs> the, only, the only problem with D Dog is you can't you can't get anywhere. It's like or it's probably the same with quiet, but like the horse is useful. Well yeah, and you can't dismiss D Dog because he gets unhappy if you do. Yeah, I don't use that dismissing mechanics. So I mean I probably... I have used like uh, towards the end of the game I was just getting a bit like fed up of doing everything like normally. So I was just like, like going, you know what? I'm just going to call in an APC and just rock up, right? <laughs> and just go go mad in an APC, and that Why worked not? pretty yeah. good, yeah. In some cases, general fun times, yeah. Anyway, so yeah. slight menu mishap, ignoring a a blinking thing that said I had a hundred notifications. Yeah, well, I should probably paid attention. Where uh, you at now? Oh, not much further. I just uh, I just unlocked that shit. I'm 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 going to get back into playing it now. I've uh, now I've fixed my PC. What mission? What mission? The sound works. Uh, I can't remember, man. I'll get back to it. I'll, I'll let you know next time. I I, I really wouldn't I really be want surprised to... if you sort of fall off in chapter two. I, I yeah, still have a lot. It's a lot too. So yeah, I probably not, yeah, will. It's, it's a lot. 
I'll probably get I, ended, I ended up going through it. I didn't do all the missions in the end because the story actually ends before all of the yeah like extra missions. Yeah. So you can you can get to that point, and then I you know I've got to the point where I've actually gone and uninstalled it because it's just like yeah. Not you know what? Bad. I'm never going to do any of this extra stuff. I kind of really love it, but uh, like at the same time, it's like I don't need it. I've beaten the game now. Yeah, like, I've beat. I've beaten what is the remainder think, of yeah. this game. I guess honestly, like, I'll just finish the carcass get, of this game. I'll basically get to the end of chapter two and the end whatever that end mission, and then I'll just probably play XCOM or something instead. Yeah, truth is a fun mission. I'll tell you that. Well, actually, no, it's not. It's a terrible mission, <laughs> but because. Oh no, I can't say it is the thing. It's like oh, it's, it's it's kind of something you've done before, but they changed little bits of it. Yeah, and it's oh, it's good. But when it's done, but it's Metal Gear the, 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 is what you're trying yeah, to say. It's, it, it, yeah, it's 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 properly Metal Gear. Sweet. It's okay, like cool. Forty-seven or something. Just yeah. Well, that's pretty much me. So um, for time being, so. Uh, I think we're done here. I think we're done here. Okay. Thank you for joining us. Um, check out the Broforce video on uh, on Happy Salad YouTube channel. Uh, Broforce. And, and listen in next time for potentially a new theme tune whenever that actually gets done. And um, join us for more of season seven of the Saladcast. We've so got to do some more of these outtake reels, man. Yeah. We've got, like we've got, a, we've got another behind. one. We've got a whole another year we can catch up three on. Three years behind. Like, ugh. It is quite hilarious, but it does take a long time. Yeah, that's the problem. It does take a long time to do. So you look forward to that, maybe? <laughs> also look forward to very out-of-date <laughs> outtakes. Woo. Yeah, that'll be really out-of-date. And catch you next 2014, time. spectacular. Nice Speaking of outtakes, here's Rob finally getting out of his chair. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> End of the podcast. Bye.